Hey, this is Chris Jericho, and you're listening to the Shout It Out Loud cast. They're going to give you a reason to live, make you feel like you're the king of the mountain. And when it's all said and done, they're going to dance all over your face. Oh, yeah! We got some good-looking girls! Oh, yeah! If you people want a little bit of rock and roll! I said if you people want a little bit of rock and roll! Shout it out loud! This is Ozzy Jeff. You're listening to Zeus and who? Tom. Tom. <laughs> Fucking shout it out loud, motherfuckers. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and there is our permanent bumper. Oh, the greatest bumper in the history of bumpers. Except for his second take. Oh, what? which will be coming up later. That is the new shout it out loud cast fucking cult personality hero, whatever. That is the new superhero of shout it out loud cast. That is Aussie Jeff. You just heard. Yes. And, 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 and as we go through our play by play of the cruise, we'll tell you who he is and how he became to be part of our show. We'll get there with a special Tip of the hat to the better looking, smarter, and nicer Pooney brother, Danny Pooney, for his discovery. Oh, yeah. He was Aussie Jeff Bate, and we'll yep. get to that too. Yep. But, <laughs> hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? <laughs> Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 149, Kiss Cruise 10, recap part two. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Oh, we love part twos. What's this one about? The cruise? I don't know. <laughs> Aussie Jeff. Sure. Uh, there's kiss, a lo- kar- kiss karaoke. There's could a, be lot- a whole episode by itself. Oh, my God. I wish we had the capability of live streaming from oh. the cruise. <laughs> we had we had a- we had we had Internet access. It was limited. But if we could have live streamed karaoke, oh, forget it. Yeah, you guys saw me trying to Facebook Live something there. It was brutal. Oh, yeah. It wasn't going through. Yeah. Uh, but Kiss Karaoke would be, oh, heaven. Oh, yeah. But anyway, last time, Tom, we did Kiss uh, Cruise 10, part one. Yes. And we started our trip from Florida all the way, I believe, uh, two days into the cruise. Yes. We ended our recap with uh, it was Saturday night. It was uh, we saw the Bruce uh, outside show. And then we saw that Sebastian, uh, the, the rock super jam thing. Uh, and so then we signed off for that. And now uh, we're going to get to the good stuff, as Paul would say. But before we do that, what do we usually do? We go back and we discuss last week's episode and we always talk about our poll. Yes. What was the poll last week? So our poll was uh, we talked about the sail away show that Kiss did, 
And we named four of the songs off that Sail Away show set list and said, which one would you prefer to see added to the end of the road set list? And the four songs we picked were Christine 16, Love Her All I Can, Plaster Caster, and Got to Choose. I cannot believe that Got to Choose was a runaway here. Good song, but I cannot believe Love Her All I Can came in second at 27%. I thought that's shocking. Got to Choose is good. But for me, ooh. then Christine 16 came in at 21% plastic caster dead last. That, that was surprising to me to see that got to choose ran away that that much. Um, I picked I picked plaster caster. I love that fucking song. Love yeah, me it. Me too. Me too. Love yeah. it. And they do a great version of it when they do it live. They the, do the and, you know, those are the things. So even sometimes I always say Paul's chorus in his hooks. Yeah, that's a gene one. Oh, that yeah. Fucking chorus. And that is just. Oh, I can't explain it. Yeah. It's just that magical kiss chorus that works. Not yep. you in the sun. Oh, you love that. You love circus, that. Psycho circus. Welcome love that. to the show. The song sucks. Nice. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have the, the, even the comments, just people loving got to choose. It, it's a good song, but it, yeah. it, I don't know. It's okay. It's I never, middle of the pack type song. Yeah, I never, I never got that. It's not bad. I, I, I'm just wondering if people are enamored with it because it's just, it's a rarity. I mean, although, is I mean, it, it was, well, is it was it play, it, right. It was on Unplugged, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't off the top of my head right now. I can't think. I think they played it at a show we went they've, to. Yeah, they've played it in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. in that circle of thirty-five songs that they yeah. played in the last twenty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then people and then let, let me just say this: Zeus and I were talking about this before we started recording. Unbelievable amounts of w- awesome feedback from you guys. We love the fact that you love these recaps as much as we love talking about the recap. And again, there's more of that coming uh, with this episode here. So the feedback on part one was amazing. And let's get into it a little bit here. So our buddy Sean Geek in the Fast Fret podcast. Glad you all had a good time with the gang. Wish I could have been there. That Kulik set with one of our own Winnipeg's Brent Fitz. Damn, that must have been so freaking cool. Get Fitzy on the damn show already. Well, maybe we we will reach out to him. He was amazing. Um, let's see. Vet Halen finally getting my suggested Vinnie Vincent level on Patreon. Like I said, contribute just enough and feel vastly more important than you really are. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, Gerald Rosenberg, I wish you took a peek at Eric's drum clinic. I wanted to know if he was wearing arm floaties in a ducky tube in case he fell overboard. What the fuck? And then we had a couple of comments here from King Kusano and Nige Savage, our buddies. King Kusano Zeus wants to know, why aren't you saying YouTube anymore? <laughs> and then Nige wants to know what happened to the five star child review and whatever happened to the jack panacchio theme these are questions people need answered okay a couple things for as far as jack goes jack's been here and there with comments he likes to put stuff on loudcasters yes and puts up his own images so they're not really in our comments for the episodes so he hasn't really been there for me to say his name I'm not ducking him or anything. And plus, we have been trying to cut back on all the feedback due to the fact we were 45 yeah. minutes into the show still doing feedback. So that's just it. And we like Jack and Jack is wonderful. And you just heard his theme anyways earlier. So <laughs> um, 
And as far as the YouTube and star, um, I it's it's literally out of laziness. <laughs> I don't hide it. I have no shame in my game. But the irony of that, Zeus, the irony of calling yourself lazy is while at the while at the same time doing what we do is just amazing because you're not lazy. No, because if I have to take so sometimes lately, especially lately, yeah, before the cruise, we were going on uh, reporting on Thursday nights. It was rough, double duty, and everything like that. It was rough. So, not to you know go into a whole sausage making thing. But when I do these edits and I'm putting in everything at the end, I have a I have a whole section, OK, of clips. So I'm doing everything. The episode's usually about three hours long, sometimes yeah. two and a half hours. And then I got to find the YouTube clip yep. where and I have to find it. And it's a tiny clip. And so you have to put it on the second level and then mm-hmm. I have to drag it over. But you can't just drag it all the way. You have to drag three screens worth. So it fucking takes a while. It's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, dude, you know, I, it's Thursday. I'm starting. I'm ta- I'm recording this or editing this. I have like, you know, I have to work on Friday. And yeah, I have to work. I have to fucking edit this and get it up by midnight. I don't have the time to do this shit. So Skip I just work. stopped doing it. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, it's <laughs> out of laziness to try to get our episodes done. And I'm just cutting corners. I, and the other I'm part gonna, of this is I, I'm, I'm going to defend you real quick. It's not laziness. It's it's time constraints. Okay. I, I don't don't call yourself lazy. Okay. So I guess the other part to it, I would say, is I kind of you know like popping it up once in a while on you guys. I'll, I'll tell you what I do like. Yeah. I love the fact that people noticed it's gone. Yeah. Remember, I said that to you. Why? See what happens. That that is the biggest compliment. Is that people are like, wait a minute, what the fuck happened to YouTube? What happened to Star? I yeah. love that you miss that stuff. Yeah. And I and I'll put it in. But I honestly, I, I kind of feel like I like doing it here and there. Yeah. That's a little funny little thing. Here you yeah. go. Yeah. There it is. You know, sometimes we say it. Sometimes we don't. I, I don't know. But it, it, I, I'll you'll probably hear it again. OK. We have a little bit more time. Our, uh, you know, we're not under the whole guise of the kiss cruises coming up. We got to bang out five episodes in in four weeks. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So back to the comments. We'll finish. We'll finish the Twitter comments with our good buddy, Jim Riley. I'm listening now. Tom and Zeus equal commitment. Thank you, Jim, for getting it. We appreciate that. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so that's some Twitter stuff. We want to fly through these comments because we have a shit ton of Kiss Crew stuff to get into. So Zeus, Jim is one of our uh, one of our favorite Patreon members. too. Absolutely. That's absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So over on the book of face, Tom. Yep. OK. Our buddy. First, Steve uh, Wright, we had an awesome time hanging with you guys. Steve is the best. And you guys are, I hope you're always listening to Potter Than Hell. Uh, he's got that great podcast with his knucklehead friends over there. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, none of them could make it. So he brought three other knucklehead friends. And the cool thing, and the cool thing about Potter Than Hell is they usually talk about music that you'll never hear us talking about. Yeah. No, but I mean, he, they talk about some of the like kiss and things like that oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, but yeah. No, I'm just but they have them. they have some niche like knowledge about some bands and which a lot of our listeners are always saying, Hey, why don't you play this? And then we're like, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're looking for a Saxon draft, Potter <laughs> than hell is the place to be, yeah, but exactly. in all, in all seriousness, great guys, great show. So yeah. if you haven't checked them out, please do. Yeah. And there's probably nobody nicer than Mr. Steve Wright himself. Exactly. So yep. Tony Smith, 
Uh-oh. So sit back with your piss cup of ice cold, mellow yellow <laughs> and lukewarm piss cakes and enjoy the show. Wow. Our buddy, Kevin Jepsen. Oh, love, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love the play by play guys. Not being able to go this year sucked. But since I've been one on four of them, I was with you the whole way. Pictured in my head all the places you went. And Kiss Karaoke is so much fun. What a shit show, right? David Downing. I don't know who that is, but he tagged them. Laughing my ass off. Can't wait for part two. Hopefully things can change. I will see you all next year. I don't do well with rough seas, so that kind of makes me happy. I miss this one. Hate having my head in the toilet. Not something you can shake quick. You need a CPAP machine. What? A CPAP machine. On the cabin next year. Yeah. A CPAP machine. If you're not familiar with that, it's, it's a it's a it's a machine that people use to breathe when they're when they're sleeping to help them breathe. And then Kevin's buddy David Downing commented, "Good day, Kevin, and they loudcasters. Hilarious episode, fellas. And sorry to hit some rough water. My one and only cruise was literally smooth sailing because I got the second to last room available when I booked. I got a wheelchair disabled room. Oh, and, didn't, and didn't realize everyone else's room." Weren't like mine until I got the big Jesus bitten out of my bed bugs. Oh, it got transferred to a cupboard. What the fuck, dude? Anyway, yeah, karaoke is a blast. And the casino bar bad for my addictions. Loved it, fellas. And recall that shit show that is domestic air travel in the U.S. compared to little old Australia. Greetings from Acoustic Kiss. Nice. I recognize now when he said that. Excellent. I wonder if he knows Aussie Jeff. He probably (laughs) does know Aussie Jeff. And Uh, speaking of Kevin Jepsen, check him out. If you guys are into the Kiss Live auctions on Facebook, our buddy Kevin's doing his first one. And you know, I'm going to be there. Zeus will be there. We're just going to start insulting him during his auction. So get ready for that, Kevin. Is he selling off some of Paul Stanley's fucking rug that he bought? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Kevin. And by the way, after his post, I posted that photo of that person. We saw on the Kiss Cruise, remember, Tom, when we were all getting tested? I was like, look, it's Jepson. Yeah. And I took a photo of him and I put it on our Loudcasters page. And I'm like, is that you? And he's like, maybe. We love Kevin. Um, anyway, Jason Warden, great show as always. You guys need to work for Kiss PR or <laughs> advertising. You got me sold on wanting to go on a cruise. Looks like I'll be planning for 2022. Can't wait for part two. Awesome. Well, you're going to love it even more when you hear what the rest of the cruise is like in this episode. So stay tuned. And Jason will be coming up a little bit later on the show. Uh, Michael Anderson, thanks for posting this question. When you locked eyes with the Pooney brothers, was it love at first sight? Did you get all wet? <laughs> oh, God. Did I get wet? What the fuck? And lastly, in the room, who hooked up with who? That's uh, what stays on the boat. Uh, what happens on the gem stays on the gem. Yeah, I got the third on uh, Sonny. He doesn't know it, though. Yeah. And uh, and Danny, we all fucking tagged him when he passed out. Fuck. That's right. He woke up in the morning like, what the fuck? Had a rough night's sleep. Oh, yeah, of course dude. you did. Tom, Tom, change the fucking bloody sheets before he wakes sees it. <laughs> oh, see, see. Oh, God. Matt Wallace. Uh Oh, great episode. Love to hear that. All you guys had such a great time. I was, I was sitting on the porcelain throne 
shitting my guts out. Oh, man. I listened to the Pooney brothers snore and make disgusting night sounds. <laughs> disgusting night sounds. I like that phrase. <laughs> it, it helped the mud turtles. <gasps> it helped the mud turtles run from my large intestines into my sewer pipes that much quicker. <laughs> I'm glad we got the old Matt Wallace back. Why is that funny? Why is that funny? I I missed the old. (laughs) Oh, my God. Adam Nirenberg, add reverb, echo, and phaser to that snoring. (laughs) And it would sound like Gene's bass solo. (laughs) I think he's right. Oh, my God. It's right. Yeah, a little intro before he does God of Thunder spit in the blood. Yeah. No, that's our burping. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) Walking by. And the curmudgeon would be like, dude, what is with you guys from Boston? (laughs) That's us. (laughs) It's like that guy. Remember I sent you that video of this violent burping. (laughs) They go in all public places and just go. (laughs) The best one, the best one is when he's wearing that dinosaur costume. <laughs> he goes into that fucking outdoor store and he goes yeah. in the tent and he just goes, Bleh. everyone's like, what the fuck? He just comes out like, I don't know what that was. Yeah, go if you if you're looking for some stupid humor, which you are because you're listening to us, go on YouTube and type in violent burping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucking I think I have to post that. Oh yeah. Anyways, over on our Loudcasters page, Raymond Gallus, Denmark was great, but I just can't wait to hear the entire journey. Oh, okay. I like the rocking in the USA there. Brian Cruzel, another great Patreon guy. If there is another, I'd love to go and meet fellow Loudcasters. One thing is my crippling fear of large bodies of water and boats, and I live in Michigan. Was hoping to do a Vegas show, but as Gene would say, fuck them. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. Matt Wallace put another one here. He says, <laughs> he's got a picture of his cat, like creepily staring with big eyes. Says, this is the look of my cat's face when Sonny Bukaki Poonies, <laughs> Poopies, snoring started. What the fuck? Oh, man. All right. Graham Richley. Can't wait for part two. We'll be interested to hear if you are even bigger Kiss fans after doing the cruise. I know I was, as well as being amazed by the selfishness of some Kiss darts regarding being close to oh. the stage and getting picks. I think you're not sold out. Kiss uh, cruise would have been better. Um, I can tell you this, uh, not to get too far ahead. I didn't see any of it. Everybody was on their best behavior. Everybody oh, yes. Was really cool. Yep. I, and we have heard about shit in the past. Fucking kiss tards, like punching little kids to get. There was none of that. No, nope. none. Nope. Um, uh, John Kohler said, nice. I'm jealous. LP Storlino. Yeah. They're back. Back in a SIOL groove. 
I saw during the Q&A section started with the band doing impressions on stage. Zeus, for the love of the pod, you should absolutely stormed and stayed and grabbed the mic and done your ace impersonation. Oh, you'll hear it. Uh, yeah. They all would have probably died laughing there and then when the whole boat go overboard from laughter. Glad no one bought the Catman level package and was thrown overboard. Can't <laughs> wait to hear episode two's escapades. Was the karaoke singing as bad as the abortion fest at Vinnie Vincent's Nashville event? Long since been taken down from YouTube. It was like they let the crazies out of an asylum. Mm. Well, uh, you'll hear soon enough. Yeah. Uh, Scott Sunders. Great episode as always, guys. I appreciate you going into extreme detail about the cruise since I was very likely, I will very likely never be on one. My wife says that I'm the only Kiss fan she can tolerate. And some, day, some days I even question that. <laughs> being on a boat in the middle of the ocean full of them would be her absolute worst nightmare. <laughs> I will lay part of the blame on you guys, though, since she's probably been asked, do you like Kiss on nearly daily basis since I started listening to the show? Yeah. The answer is always no, but I love her anyway. Thanks for another excellent episode. And thank you for bringing together this great community of KISS fans with your show every single week. Wow, Scott. Thank you, man. That's awesome. Love hearing stuff like that. Very cool. Sean DeHaan jumps in and says, sounds like your wife and my wife talk. She's exact same from this anyway. Oh, yeah. Yep. What's that from? Breakfast Club? Sounds like your dad and my dad should go bowling. Oh, yeah. All right. See, this is what you get when you spill paint in the garage, in the garage. Tom. So I don't think I need to be doing this kiss podcast with you fucking dill. What's he called? Dillweeds? Uh, Dildos? I don't fucking know. Dickheads? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Shit out, Johnson. Anyways, uh, Kelly Jim Blair. Great episode, guys. Can't wait for episode two. You fellas had a blast and it's fun hearing all about it. Even the document recorded mongoloid men sleep and sleep near storms that you grace you each night Love it. oh god all right, all right. and recorded mongoloid men sleep apnea storms oh that's what it was oh man jack pinocchio <laughs> I said to myself, I'd never go to another Kiss concert. I have my reasons. But what I've seen in her in the joy and the excitement, especially from Tom, I'd really love to go on a Kiss cruise. Well done, guys. I had a blast just listening to part one. Can't wait for part two. Come on, Jack. Jump on board. Yep. Brent Millhouse, great episode, guys. Looking forward to part two. And then he put a black T-shirt with the lettering and wording on it. Says, "Sunny, wanna bet?" Question mark. Pony. Oh yeah, put those in production. Woohoo! Tom over on YouTube. Oh. Um, <laughs> Anthony Stratus, thanks for sharing, guys. 
And then the guy known as the Fonz, who's a fucking uh, negative Nelly all up. Oh, yeah. YouTube. Yep. He did a little joke about sinking in the darkness running. I just I don't even want to read it. Yeah, I saw Um, that, too. Yep. Yeah. And then somebody named what about Rob? Who's been fucking all over our YouTube shit lately? Good fame. He's been binging the episode, so I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. his comments are about 50-50, though. Uh, Zeus complains an awful lot. Going blind is definitely a deep cut. What makes Unplugged so great is they play so many deep tracks. Uh, and then someone and a bunch of people came back and started defending me. How is it a deep cut when they've played in every single acoustic shit? show meet and greet paid for a sound check for like 25 years um yeah and i think our and i think our bigger bitch was that they opened up with it not that they actually played it yeah and it's not a very good song let's be blunt no um and then uh marty white jumped in seuss is hilarious and the fonz is right kiss has played that song in these type of shows for years and in a past episode the word vicariously was discussed as a word kiss might fans might know some of us might be confused if you limit yourself to two syllable words that'd be great vicariously has five syllables i've asked my girlfriend what it means she got mad at my ignorance she has a steroid problem and built like Lou Ferrigno <laughs> she got mad at my dumb question and beat me unmercifully and rubbed sand on my assy nipples oh there you go yeah we love mr marty um Pete Starros can't wait for part two. Devin Dungan, awesome episode, guys. Saw clips of the Bruce show on YouTube. Sounded amazing. Can't wait for part two. It yep. was amazing. Yep. Uh, Marty White, sounds like you had a great time on the cruise. Cool. Did you guys see the clips on YouTube of some Muppet-looking dude running through the crowd just as the ship was departing? He was carrying a Les Paul yelling, wait for me. I missed my flight. Wait. <laughs> ah. Uh, then he tripped and slid the rest of the way along the dock into the ocean. My girlfriend, who has a steroid problem and built like Lou Ferrigno, asked, <laughs> was that ace? I said, duh. She flew in rage and beat me unmercifully. The sex is good, so I stay with her. Oh, Finally, Mr. Antonio 2005, another great Patreon member. Yes. I declare Tom and Zeus the tag team champions of Kiss podcast wow just because they give us the fans this level of details i wasn't i wasn't even on the cruise yet felt like i was living the the experience because of your great storytelling you guys are the definition of dedication to getting this podcast out weekly and we thank you for that can't wait for more stories in part two damn thank you buddy that's awesome Love hearing that. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much, Tom. I think you uh, you got some emails. Yes, actually, before I jump into the emails, I wanted to talk about a tweet that I uh, missed. It was a retweet by our good friend Courtney Cronin Dold, who was on the cruise doing her stand up comedy. She was absolutely friggin' hilarious. Oh yeah. She she retweeted our uh, episode post on Twitter and said, "I hope I never have to share a room with the Pooney Brothers." Hashtag Jurassic Park. <laughs> so we, we love Courtney. She's awesome. Um, couple uh, emails here. Our buddy Craig Moran. We love him. Hey, guys, just finished the new episode. So happy you got to go and had a great time between your podcast and all the YouTube clips available. I was definitely feeling like I missed out on something great. Who knows? Maybe next year I will finally pull the trigger. I know there's still part two coming up, but what do you think the split was of time spent on the ship and time spent offshore? 
It sounds like there's enough to keep you occupied on the ship to where you don't even need to get off. The snoring was amazing. It sounded like Gene's bass solo from the 70s before he started spitting blood. It's the second time somebody said that. Um, as always, you guys killed it with the newest episode. Can't wait for part two. And thanks again for the stickers. Yeah, Craig. Excellent. Yeah. We'll talk about uh, time off show. We'll get into all that. A uh, good buddy, Gary Cap. Looking forward to part two of your Kiss Cruise review. Sounds like it was a blast to this point, but oh my God, what the hell was that snoring in your room? <laughs> it sounded so loud. It didn't seem like it was real. This is why you spend 3500 and get a cabin for yourself next time. <laughs> Gary Cap. Uh, Daniel LeBlanc, love your cruise recap. Looking forward to part two. My wife has talked about going on a cruise in the past, which is something I wasn't interested in. After hearing your latest podcast, I was wondering if one, would the Kiss Cruise be something that I could suggest as a vacation idea to my wife, who, while not being a Kiss fan directly, doesn't ask me to turn off the music when we're together. Two, I can't find any pricing information for the next cruise. Uh, Then he starts talking about the price and everything. All right. First of all, real quick, Daniel, I would say yes. You, I've already talked to my wife about coming on the Kiss Cruise with me. There's enough, you, you, especially when you get off the boat at the locations. And this example was Belize and Honduras. The next one is two stops in Mexico. Definitely. Pricing varies depending on the size of the room and where you want your room or what kind of room. So keep your eyes open on kisscruise.com and, and they'll, they'll start to post all that information. Um, and then our last email here, our good friend and fellow roommate, Danny Pooney. Something I really love about your Kiss Cruise recap episodes is that it's like a documentary of the awesome time we all had together that I can listen to again years from now. Can't wait for part two. Well, I'm sure you will introduce one of the coolest SIOL characters we have ever met, Danny. That's why we love Danny, because he's serious and he understands how amazing it was sleeping with us for a week. Yes. Yeah, Danny. I think, Tom, you also had one more uh, DM. That's correct. Yes, on Facebook, James Patrick Gorham. Hey, guys, longtime listener, first-time caller. So glad to hear you had a great time on the Kiss Cruise. So jealous. You definitely deserve a great time after bringing such truly roll-on-the-floor laughter to so many listeners. I was at the recent Boston Ace show and was honestly doing your impression of Ace in the Pizzeria (laughs) Regina line the whole time. I probably just missed you two doing your exact same impressions next to me. Hey, you uh, guys, you want to grab a couple slices at Pizzeria Regina and wash it down with a nice fountain cola? Maybe a mellow yellow. Thanks, guys. Then he goes and asks us uh, a question. And, uh, we'll, we'll save that for in the end, maybe for when we do questions. Uh, thanks, guys, and keep on rocking. That is James Patrick Gorm. Thanks, buddy, for that DM. That's awesome. And then uh, Zeus will bring it back to you to wrap up feedback. Yes. And finally, our good buddy, Sean DeHaan. Spread the second part of the review over a couple episodes. The stories are great. I almost feel like I was right there with you guys. Glad I wasn't, though. The Pony Boys. Wow. That is some old world <laughs> snoring. <laughs> well, Sean, for being a longtime great listener and for that great uh, post, you, my friend, are comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you're the man. Thanks, buddy. Love it. Love it. Sean's a big hockey guy. I love talking some, so- some hockey with him. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Tom, that's feedback. 
Yes. Yes. And, yeah. And before we move on, Tom, we like to always give a shout out to our Patreon family. Uh, Patreon is where people can contribute to the show. We have four tiers and uh, whatever tier they want, they can sign up. And with that, they get stuff back from us. And some of them are shirt, T-shirts, stickers, uh, polls, show input, uh, live casts with us, uh, a bunch of different things. And uh, we've got a, a, a nice, tight-knit family, and it's constantly growing. And the contributions that they make to us has been huge. Uh, we can't thank them enough. It's been very helpful. And... Um, and we hope that we give them back something as well. And uh, we actually wanted to uh, give a special shout out to two of our newest members. And one is Mr. Randy Bosworth. Yeah, and- King Cusano. <laughs> and the other is the great Jason Warden as well. Awesome. awesome. Both just joined and... Uh, We thank them. They've been longtime commenters on our stuff. And uh, thank you both for jumping on. We we appreciate your support. And uh, if anybody else is interested in it, please take a look. See if this is something that interests you. Um, Go on to Patreon.com, Patreon the app, or you can look in the show episode notes where you get the podcast. Click on the link. It'll bring you to Patreon. And in there, you'll see you have to like find the creator and technically we're a creator. And it says, you know, a podcast creator, just search, shout it out loudcast and then uh, read about it. See if this interests you. And if you can support the show, we appreciate it. And we really, really love our podcast uh, Patreon family. Absolutely. You guys are the best. And we, we can't thank you enough for everybody who has been a longtime uh, member of the Patreon family, the newer members, and especially huge, huge shout out to longtime fans and guys that love interacting with us. And that's Jason Warden and Randy Bosworth. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody else who has been a member of the Patreon family. Uh, our gratitude is uh, immense for, for that. And uh, we, we just, we truly appreciate everything that you guys are doing. So thank you. And if it's something uh, other people listening, if you're interested, take a look. Like Zeus said, there's four different tiers. Each tier offers different things. You, you are under absolutely no obligation uh, to do this, but take a look and see if you're interested. And again, thank you to everybody, especially uh, Jason and Randy. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Tom, what we do next is we go over to Kiss World. All right. So we got a couple of big things this week. Uh, some some tragic news that that started uh, was the uh, the passing of Paul Stanley's father. Uh, God bless him, a hundred and one years old. That is absolutely mind boggling. Um, and kudos to uh, some of the people that uh, showed their showed their signs of support. You had Bruce Kulick, you had Ace, you had uh, Peter, and shockingly, you did not hear anything from Gene on social media. Now. I, I don't want to pass judgment, but it's shouted out loudcast, and that's what we do here. Um, very, very odd. Gene can sometimes be a private person. Sometimes he's not a private person. Um, maybe he just did all of his uh, thoughts and feelings and condolences and emotions privately with Paul. And that's his right. Uh, but his absence on social media was uh, was was seen and heard by a lot of people. So 
that was that was a big loss, and uh, you know, God bless Paul and his family. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, it's you know, my favorite part of this story, if there is a silver lining, the gentleman was 101 years old, and if you read Paul's first book, they didn't get along too well. Yeah, and obviously Paul patched it up with him, which to me is a great story. Yeah, I, I like that they they mended the fences and got on the same page. And they are, you know, Paul was speaking lovingly about his dad the past few years. And that's great to hear. You always Mm -hmm. don't want to have that happen after the fact. And um, so that part I'm happy about. I will mention, Tom, we're not going to get into too much detail. No, no, we're not, because I know what you're going to mention. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's that ugliness, you know, about his sister came out and made some you know, just got ugly shit, personal shit out loud yeah. about Paul. And of course, then uh, the, the queen of ugliness and just insane stupidity, uh, Rachel Gordon aces, my oh. old fiance, uh, the two of them tag teamed and fucking started going off on kiss again. Like, just stop. I mean, every time I see her post this shit, I'm just like, how pathetic can you be? Holy Christ. This is what happens when you I'm let left in- alone in the desert. And I have no money to no water to get a job. Fucking apply for services. You live in California. for Christ's this, sakes. this is what happens when you let insane people give them access to fucking social media. It was ridiculous. Oh ridiculous. God, I just I can't believe that fucking lawsuits had not been filed. But the craziness and she's just ongoing, ongoing. I think means- su- suing an insane person is a waste of time. Uh, <laughs> Not for me, it's not. Um, <laughs> speaking of Buddy Gene, while I'm uh, while I was looking at something on Twitter, Tom, where we were talking, have you seen this ridiculous commercial of Gene on in this high V like commercial where he's like at a like uh, I don't know, a tailgate party and he's like people are hawking shit and stuff? Have you seen this? It is so bad. He's like green screened into this. Oh, my God. I missed that. Oh, my God. This is the most but, ridiculous commercial I've ever seen. But speaking of Gene Hawking shit, that's a good segue into why we started our recording a little bit later than normal tonight. We're recording on Wednesday, November 10th. It's because we wanted to check out Gene on the Talk Shop Live and come to find out Talk Shop Live is just live streaming QVC home shopping network. Yeah. It, was some, it, it was some guy interviewing Gene. And it was pretty much just gives a history of Gene, a history of Kiss, and then Gene talks about Destroyer for for a little bit in the Q and A, and then and then it's a, then then it, it was a literal infomercial for the Destroyer Super Deluxe box set. That was it. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was giving away signed autographed CDs. People could interact and ask questions, but it was pretty much a live streaming infomercial to buy the box set, which I thought was kind of odd. I'm like, you guys need to sell that box set that badly that you're going on some like half-assed website to hawk it i don't know it was kind of weird yeah he gave some details he was going to details i found it a little bit interesting about um you know the making of destroyer and bob ezrin and his techniques and stuff i mean i'll be honest with you Uh, gene i just like hearing him talk me too i like the sound of my own voice yeah Yeah, we like it too gene I, i mean he's you know, half the shit he says is full of shit, but like you're so enthralled when he speaks. He's, he's a fascinating man. He's got that charisma, like the song says. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah, it's just I can't. I I I love that shit. I could listen to him babble about stuff. And you know, I used to teach in Spanish Harlem. Oh God, I can speak seven, you know, eight different languages. Do you know how to say this in Hungarian and in in Hebrew? I can say blah blah blah. Like I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. What else? Yeah. What else? <laughs> what else? And it's just so stupid. Yeah, you know. But he is fascinating. So even somebody like my brother, who kind of laughs at my kiss shit and stuff, he'll come up to me though non-kiss like you like oh yeah gene simmons did this gene simmons like gene outside of kiss is fascinating to people oh yeah family jewels his personality that's the difference and i think that's what bugs paul the most oh yeah gene can do that shit and gets away with it yep because he's likable as much as of a fucking idiot he is at times he's likable yep Yep. outside of kiss yeah yeah so and and then and then some other uh huge news if you're into the kiss merch which uh i am mm -hmm. uh again we're recording on november 10th which is the 40th anniversary of music from the elder and if you are a kiss merch geek like me and a vinyl geek like me they released some pretty awesome stuff now we didn't get like a box set or you know the a big huge collection but what we did get Again, this is coming from a collector's standpoint and a vinyl standpoint. They released a elder picture disc with the artwork from the Japanese release, which is fucking phenomenal. Now, it was priced outrageously, which is, of course, what Kiss does. However, it was sold out in like two hours, gone, limited to 500 copies, sold out. And we, we've been around long enough. We know it was sold out because half of those people probably bought fucking 10 of them. And they're going to go sell them on eBay for about five, six hundred bucks when they come out. The stuff isn't going to be released until March. They also released a bunch of uh, posters and some other stuff. They did release a couple of awesome T-shirts, one of which I ordered. That was kind of cool. Unique graphics and stuff. I like the Elder. Zeus likes the Elder. Who knows? Eventually, we're going to get do. to the out. You like the Elder. I do. Yes, you do. You do. <laughs> Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe we don't like it. I don't know. I guess you're going to have to find out for whenever we eventually get to that album review, whatever that may be. Yeah, probably. Um, but we won't probably get to those until fucking next year. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. I mean, hopefully we could do in the beginning of the year or something like that. But who knows? Right. It's going to be a while. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the merchandise I thought was pretty cool. It was exciting for me if you're a merch geek. And I know a lot of people out there, other people like this fucking album blows. Why would I buy an elder T-shirt? <laughs> um, you know, whatever. So. The one thing is, remember, we talked about this. You asked, do you think they're going to do anything? Yeah. And didn't I say, yeah, they're going to do something stupid like a fucking here's a purple edition of the elder. Yeah, that's what they did. I thought to be honest, with you, I thought they did. I thought they did one up better. I thought they gave they the gave, T-shirts and the mug. They gave this a more unique anniversary uh, for un- when Unmasked came out. They did a, a, a splatter vinyl, like, the you know, the colors of the comic book cover, and they released a couple of uh, T-shirts. They released, in my opinion, whether you like the Elder or not, better and more unique items for an album that just two days ago they were shitting on. So I, I, I was I was surprised that they, I, I seriously thought they were just going to release. Oh, here's a brown colored vinyl and a T-shirt. They released some pretty interesting and cool, unique things, especially if you're an Elder fan. I, well, I thought I thought on. the amount that they did was surprising. I mean, it's not much, but let's be blunt. As time has gone on, you're seeing the vinyl craze move bigger and bigger. 
Absolutely. So I feel like each time they're going to be doing more and more vinyls as these yeah. anniversary. So they're not going to be like, hey, rock and roll over was, you know, they didn't do anything for the 40th on that. Like, you know, what, what the fuck? Or they didn't do it for this. Well, now vinyl craze is here, and I think they'll be doing more and more. And, uh, and, which, I, th- and, and I think one ahead. interesting thing, too, um, I know a lot of people don't like picture discs because it, uh, it compromises the audio quality when you're listening to them, according to some people. But we know Kiss is a visual band. For them to release a picture disc and have and have it be on the Elder, that could be a sign of things to come too. Because collectors love picture discs, even if they don't have them to listen. So I thought that was another u- unique thing: a picture disc. Pardon my ignorance. Yeah. Isn't a picture disc a record, a vinyl? Yes, but a picture disc is a, it's a record. Instead of just having the label in the middle with the grooves, there's a picture on the vinyl. No, no, I understand okay. that, but it still it plays the whole record. I mean, Correct, but you, okay. but 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 the sound quality can usually be compromised because of the ink and the artwork to make okay. it a picture disc. Sometimes it can compromise the quality. So, of the in audio. other words, you don't play them. I don't know. I have picture discs. I usually don't yeah. play them. No, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yep. And this is Vinyl Collection One Hundred and One. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking of the Elder, Paul and Gene did do something. I think it was with Yahoo Music. Yes. Where they talked about the elder a little bit. And of course it was in condescending fashion, but they did talk about it. And, uh, you know, I, I guess Paul was self-deprecating. Like we thought we were important and, uh, he was doing the whole shitting on the thing. And yeah. they talked about it at least 40 years of the elder. Yeah. Gene is like, well, I did this. This was the idea behind it. And this is how I did it. Paul's just like, Oh my God, it was horrible. Yeah. We sold six copies. Yeah, that joke but, is fucking old. Yeah, yeah. I, I, at least they acknowledged it. I'm glad that they talked about it, but I, I don't know. I, I just, I hate to see artists. If you want to look back on something and, and have some, uh, you know, a comment about maybe it was this, or, I, I just hate when bands shit on their own material. You know, yeah. I just don't like that. It's a bad look, but at least they talked about it. They, they, at least they didn't ignore its anniversary. So eh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So that's the news, people. That's the news. All right, Tom. You ready to get on to part two? Let's do it. Well, before we do that, I got to check out this thing that fucking Murph gave me. I don't know. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Do-do-do-do-do. Just sit right back and you hear a tale of Tom and Zeus's trip. That started from a tropic port aboard the Kiss theme ship. Dear Seuss ain't much of a sailing man, and Tom, we're not too sure. Their feedback of the cruise demands a three-hour pod. A three-hour pod. Don't know. Seuss's stomach started getting rough. His bowels were really tossed. If not for the courage of his cabin mate, the podcast would be lost. The podcast would be lost. So gather around for the stories about various tropic isles with Tom and Zeus and Sonny too. Stephen from PTH, the curmudgeon, and the poony that goes by Dan here on S-I-O-L. And that is why we love Murph. That type of dedication right there. Gotta love Murph. Writing signature songs for Shout It Out Loudcast. Wonderful stuff from the Murph man. Based on Gilligan's theme. Exactly. Beautiful stuff. Anyway, Tom, we last left off with our trusty uh, foursome to this. Yes, Jurassic Park and the Pooney Brothers at it again. But we woke up somehow, or did we just never go to sleep? And uh, what did we have planned for uh, now Sunday, October 31st? Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. So we, uh, we celebrated Halloween by visiting Belize, specifically Harvest K. Um this was stunningly gorgeous. Okay. This was a private Island pretty much owned and operated by Norwegian. So it was completely made up. Uh, it looked like something out of like a Disney theme park or a movie set. It was pristine. It was clean. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It had walkways with little shops and little places to get drinks and food, uh, a beautiful pool area uh, and, and, unbelievable private beach 
just a, a gorgeous place to relax and enjoy. And it was fucking hot as shit and not a cloud in the sky. Yeah. And they had one little dirt path, which you're like, I don't think this is the right path. And I don't think it'd be good for us if we went down that path. No, no. And they had stuff you could uh, you could sign up and do like they had jet skis. They had a bunch of different things. But what was really cool is when you went into the beach, when you went swimming and uh, of course, Zeus loved it caution beware of jellyfish right <laughs> oh, before fucking, yeah. right before you step in the water we didn't see any jellyfish though you could go parasailing you could <laughs> get dragged around by a motorboat <laughs> tied up to the pier there were lots of stuff there and they always would abuse me and and throw me down and, and rub sand on my assy nipples and they used to hurt me bad and tie me to the pier and let like the fishes eat at me and whatnot now only me and you went into the ocean. Correct. Correct. I don't know if it's us New Englanders uh, that like we're used to going to the beach. I don't know. But nobody else went to the beach. The Cali boys are probably like, we have this every day. In yeah. Cali. Yeah. And so, the uh, and the Pennsylvania guys hung out at the beach at the pool. Yeah. We didn't really see them. No. Uh, but uh, it was the four of us. And I think Tony or was anybody else. Yeah. It was Tony curmudgeon came with us. Yep. And we, you know, we hung out, we got lawn chairs there. We were hanging out on the beach. And then uh, I went in the water. I stayed in there and I had our football. Yes. From, from uh, Dave and Buster's there, whatever it's fucking called. Yep. And uh, people would be going on gliders by us on the, on the beach. It was fucking zip, pretty cool. The so zip, zip line. line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They went. They went because because right right at the centerpiece. Uh, and if we haven't posted pictures, you'll eventually see them. The centerpiece of this private island was this was this lighthouse, and people could zip line, and they zip lined right over the beach. And they were very they were low to the ground. Like seriously, Zeus could have fired the football. I was, right I was pretending every time somebody go by, I'd be like, "Hey, heads up, heads up!" <laughs> Which I can tell you right now, if this was Zeus and Tom from spring break in college, we would have been firing footballs at them. <laughs> oh yeah, we would have been fucking like in trouble. <laughs> Um, yeah. but yeah, there's no way I would have fucking done that. No thrown up on everybody going by on that thing. Oh God. No, that was really <laughs> cool. And then, uh, it was just a, it was just a really beautiful place to just relax. And, and it was cool because when the boat docked, it docked on uh, a, a little private walkway. Yeah. It had its own private entrance. It was serious. It was like walking into a theme park. It, it was, it was really, really nice. It was beautiful. Yeah, we didn't stay that long. I'll no. be honest with you. No, nope, no. Nope. Um, we enjoyed it. It was a nice place. And then we wrapped it up and we went back to uh, back to the boat. Yeah, went back to the boat, cleaned up. Um, now, at this point of the trip, uh, we want to give a special shout out to our buddy Jeff Trott. Um, big fan of the show. Big listener interacts with us. And, and uh, Jeff also does the uh, those the Kiss Live auctions. He does some great stuff. And um it was our first time meeting him in person. We spent, we spent a lot of time with him all week. Um, you know, we failed to mention that in uh, part one episode last week, but we did want to give Jeff a shout out. Cause you know, we had some meals with him. We uh, kiss karaoke pretty much every night with Jeff, but we had a great time hanging with Jeff and we just wanted to give that a special mention. Yeah, great, absolutely. Great Jeff's an yep. awesome guy. Yep. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I can only stand in so much. I, I get too antsy. I can only stay in a place for so long. And he would always be like, okay, yeah, let's go grab ice cream late night. Or yeah. let's go over here and he'll, he'll, he'll be doing that. Yep. My, the funniest thing Jeff would do, and I don't even know, it was just so random. He'd be like, hey, Tom, hey, Zeus, what's up? Hey, curmudgeon. Hey, uh, yeah. 
<coughs> he just he, and he didn't even know him. I think he just met Tony just there too. Yep. And he was just like, "Hey, what's up? Hey, Curmudgeon, are you coming too?" Like with with with, with and it was beautiful because it was like no hint of it was like as if his name was Curmudgeon. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Sonny, Danny, a Curmudgeon, you guys are uh, gonna go to you want to get some food? <laughs> so it was great. Dude, dude, you know his name isn't Curmudgeon, right? <laughs> that was great. It was great. Yeah, he was a, he was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, we got we'll have some more fun in store with Jeff coming up. You'll see. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So what did we got? Uh, you know, we probably grabbed ourselves some an early dinner, I believe, that night, Tom. Yes. Yeah. Because so we came, we, yeah, we came back to the boat. Everybody got cleaned up, and then we got ready for Night Ranger on the pool deck. We didn't which, catch the talisman, did we? That uh, no, so we caught the they, tail end or something. Yeah, I think. they did. They the talisman at that time. They were back in the atrium doing a little thing. So I think we may have caught them a little bit. Uh, the talisman are friggin' fantastic. They were playing all over the place. And from uh, what I understand, they were at, they had their own little fucking adventure on the uh, Belize. They did, yeah, that's true. Fucking Courtney was talking about it. I saw that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So I think they had fun to get back on stage and perform. Yeah, so God bless them. So we were all fired up. Um, huge Night Ranger fan. I had never seen them before, um, and we were with uh, Sonny, who's seen Night Ranger, you know, fifty times. Tony, the same. Steve and his and his Pennsylvania buddies are just massive Night Ranger fans. They've seen them a bunch of times. I love Night Ranger. I've never had the opportunity to see them. I personally was thrilled when they were added. So when Rat and Fozzie were announced that they weren't coming on the cruise, Zeus and I were devastated, to be honest with you, because we love Rat, we love Fozzie, we love Jericho. Um, I was thrilled to see Night Ranger as a replacement because I love them and I've never seen them. And we were up close. It was perfect because it was the it, the, it, the sun had gone down. So it was it was nighttime by the time they came on. So it was just the stage lights and the deck lights. And um, for me, Night Ranger, fucking phenomenal for me. Zeus, what were your thoughts on Night Ranger? Seeing him for the first time. Um, like I remember Night Ranger when they first came out. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can still rock in America and things like that. Uh, I, I know the hits I've had their greatest hits. I, I don't even own an album of theirs, but I have their greatest hits and okay. it's great. And they have a lot of good songs, fun little band. Um, I remember Brad Gillis as Ozzy's guitarist after Randy Rhodes yep. and speak of the devil and all that stuff. So I knew he was a great guitarist. Uh, and then I, I got a hint of them when they started doing that Sebastian jam, when Bach didn't show up. And yep. Brad Gillis, I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's going insane on the guitar. Um, so I watching him perform live. He's got the whole band, really, but he is over the top with energy. And it's awesome. oh my god, it's yeah. very addictive. Yep. And um, Jack Blades has got a great personality. They're all moving on the stage. They look like they're having a great time. Their other guitarist looked good too. The second guy, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Um, the poor drummer had was having a little difficulty with his voice. But he, you know, he could tell the band loved him. He was, I think he was like coming off a cold or something, but like they're all surrounding him and high five. The band seemed like they genuinely liked each other. It was addictive. Like you walk into the show thinking, I like them. I walked out saying, I really like them Yeah, because they, they really put their heart into the show. And uh, it, it was very addictive. I, I thought they played their songs awesome. Their hits are awesome. There was only one song, I think, their opener that I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, and uh, other than that, I, I thought they were great. I thought they did a great job. Yeah, they sounded phenomenal. Jack Blades, tons of energy. Brad Gillis is out of his mind with the guitar. Oh, yeah. 
<clears throat> and one really cool thing about that show, uh, they did like a little bit of a drum solo thing, but it was cool because the drummer starts his drum solo. And then one by one, each band member comes over to the drum set and starts like banging on the cymbals or banging on the floor toms, or one of them comes over and starts like punching the bass drum. So it was like the entire band in on the drum solo. So it was kind of a unique kind of fun thing. Like Zeus said, you could tell the band loves each other. They yeah. sounded awesome for me. It was a thrill to see them because I'm a huge fan. Um, that was, that was a ton of fun. And then after that, it was time to get ready for the indoor kiss show and our expectations for this. I didn't have any because at this point, we had not yet been in the Stardust Theater. So I didn't know. We didn't know how big it was. I heard that it was small, but I'm like, well, how small can it be? It's really fucking small. It's very tiny. I mean, it's to the point where it almost could look like a, you know, like a high school or a college level, you know, kind of stage where you would have like a play. Smaller than a call and then high school. Auditorium. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. You might be right. Very, very tiny. Um, and we had standing room only seats, but what was unique and I thought very cool about the standing room only here was that I've been to a standing room only show where it's literally you stand and and you just mill around and try to get up close. This had, this had floor railings, this had railings and each place on the floor was marked. So you would stand by the railing and you would be like 24 a 24 B. So you were on, you were standing, but you had like a railing to lean up against. Uh, so it wasn't like a sardine can. So we're all looking at each other being like, oh, yeah, they're going to do the end of the road set list. This is going to be whatever. But but nope. I, I I mean, one of the good things before before I get we get to the show. And the yeah, go ahead. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when we started off, we didn't know anything about this auditorium, how good it is, no. how far our seats are. We were lucky. They emailed me prior to the show and said, hey, you have a chance to upgrade. Now, whether that means you uh, because of the uh, people not being able to come over from Europe or whatever, but we were selected and I worked with, uh, 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 what do you call them? Six men. I worked with the six man rep and she helped pick out those seats. She's like, this is where you want to be. I'm like, yeah, but are we going to be squished? Like squat? She's like, no, you're not too close where you're looking up and you don't see anything. It's perfect. And it's right in the middle. So I've got to tip my hat to them. Their customer service. I will tell you yep. from the day I signed up until the last day leaving that cruise was fucking top notch. And I they agree. Were so friendly. They were so helpful all the way from like, hey, we only have two tickets or know that. So if you get a room full of four, you got to realize, guys, you only get two tickets for the show. So we had to go and try to find opportunity to get the second for the other two guys to come to the show because of what happened with Europe. We were able to purchase two more tickets. Yep. And that's what happened. And so the last all four of us were able to go. So just so I just want to put that in perspective. If someone's thinking, oh, yeah, we'll get a room full of four. and We'll go. Just know that that room full of four, you're only getting two tickets to the show. And it sucks. And let's clarify. The tickets are two hundred and fifty dollars a piece. Yeah, they're not free. They're not included in the cruise. That's irony right there. Oh, yeah, I'm on the kiss cruise. I'm going to go see kiss. But the tickets aren't included in the thing. So be prepared for that if you guys are signing up if your first time yeah. on the cruise. So just figure that out. Anyway, I just want to say, uh, you know, tip the hat to those. And those seats were fantastic. Um, Danny Fifth row Pro- center. Yeah. 
Danny was taller than me. So I'm like, can you sit behind me? And he had no problem doing it. So he stood behind me. Thankfully, I didn't have somebody tall in front of me. And I mean, best seats I've ever had. Really, oh, yeah. To see a show. Ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ever. Yep. And it was crazy because like, OK, the stage is small. How is this going to work? And this is when I realized we were in for something different and unique and fun. The curtains, the curtains open up and you see Eric's drums and you see this stage is tiny. It looks like a like a high school stage. And there's no you wanted the best. You got the best. The band just walks out on stage like a band, like just a like normal a ba- band. Yep. They just walk out on stage and you are they are they're on top of you and you're on top of them. It is the most intimate you're ever going to see. You're talking, what would you say in that auditorium? A thousand, maybe 1500 tops, maybe. Okay. They come out, Paul, again, huge smile. Everybody, they wave into the crowd, flicking picks. They're already interacting with the people up front. Uh, Just very, very, you could tell this is a special event. And of course, because it's Kiss Cruise 10, Psycho Circus is the theme. Uh, We'll run, we'll quickly run down the set list. We know you guys have seen it, but they open up with Psycho Circus, which wasn't really a surprise. But the second song, oh boy, Seuss, you want to tell them what song two was? Yeah, Cycle Circus sucks, Um, but it's one of those things where it happened quite a few times on the cruise. We're hearing the chords in the beginning, so it's something familiar, but we're both like, what is this? Oh my God, I know this. What is this? This is not normal. What is this? And it was fucking take it off. When I heard those opening chords, I was like, oh, okay, this is something. We're in for something here. And they fucking nailed it. You're never going to hear take it off anywhere. So this was one of those things where I think I talked about, like, wish list to ever hear Kiss do. Yep. They did it in front of me. (laughs) Exactly. Take it off. Yep. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I fucking, I said, I was like, I could leave now. And I would have said this was worth my trip. They played take it off in front of me. Yep. Oh my God, that was it. And at the t- and that's when Paul started talking about playing songs, you know, playing deeper cuts or unknown songs or songs they don't play. And he made that statement again, like he made out on the deck about, you know, perfection and, uh, you know, that kind of like, we get it, Paul, you're setting the bar low, whatever. But they nailed take it off. They nailed take it off. And then they go into watching you, which of course is fucking fantastic. Great song. Then they go into Firehouse. Classic, oh, great, classic. I fucking. Love I love fire. That was another one, Tom. I'm like, Me too. why do I know this? this is a classic? Why do I know? The- oh, shit, it's Firehouse. And it's funny. You're right, because your brain is so overloaded that when you hear the, the opening chords, you're like, wait a minute. My, my brain, there's so my brain can't register this right now. And you're like, holy fuck, they're playing this. Yeah. And, you know, the only part, because you guys all know, because I say this every time, I'm the sucker for the siren. I don't no. think I heard it. 
No, no. And that was and another thing, too. Yeah, there were no pods. There was all there was was a video screen. Um, obviously, there was no pyro. The pyro was simulated on the video screens behind them. Um, you know, no blood, no nothing, no stunts, no tricks, no nothing. Yep. Um, just a lot of very interaction, interacting with the crowd, smiling, uh, you know, throwing stuff to the fan. They started throwing things out? Yes, because of certain reasons. You know, I used to wear little shorts on the job and whatnot, and they would fire bricks and little pipes and bottles of beer at me and whatnot. You're high-fiving the fans up front. Really awesome shit. Paul was doing like those like like warning labels or caveats. We're not going to scream at you tonight. Oh, yeah. Again, what we're trying to do is passion. It's like, who gives a fuck, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Stop, stop fucking, you know, hedging your bets and how it's going to sound. Just go out there and perform, man. Yeah. We're all in heaven here. And then and then they really go deep and they do She's So European, which I, we fucking love. I know Zeus doesn't like Unmasked, but we like that song. That song has grown on me, Tom. I've yep. said it. It's yep. one of those songs that I think I had on Smashes, Thrashes, and Shit as one of the worst songs. No way would I put it there anymore. It's grown yep. on me. Yep. And Gene kind of fucked up the lyrics, which was kind of funny. You know, we had a good time with that. But at that point, you're so excited to hear this song live that you don't even care. Yeah. Paul goes over and fucking starts laughing and joking yeah. with him and yeah. making fun of him and kind of whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Please don't let that be a reason for you not to do anything that you haven't done in a while. Please. Yeah. Yep. Uh, then they go into Lick It Up, which everybody knows. And then, oh, my God, Th- I felt we were joking. We're like, this is Paul's way of saying, oh, you want deep cuts? Fucking people. Here's your fucking deep cut. They played We Are One off a of psycho circus. To me, fucking brutal. I know people like this song. Fucking brutal. It sounded OK. Just to, to me, a horrible song. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of the song. It's okay. I still, I mean, would you rather have heard Love Gun? No, I agree. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, I'm like, okay. And it also gave me false hope, Tom. I'm like, maybe they're going to pull something else out of fucking Psycho Circus because it's the Psycho Circus themed cruise. Are they going to play another deep cut from that album? Yep. Maybe Tom's going to like drop a load when they hears i pledge allegiance i would have shit right there on the fifth row floor if they played that oh god yep so after that this, then we one, go. this one goes out to tom from Outcast. oh yeah you have you are the only one that likes the song along with six others that's fine i'll take it or oh, that or raise your glasses please yep. Yep. Uh, yep then we go into cold gin Ugh, all right then we get into another kind of a deep cut here, a nice one off of Asylum, uh, All Night, one we haven't heard or I'd never heard live. And then, yeah. so then they get you all fired up, like, okay, they're sprinkling in deep cuts. Where do we go from here? Yeah. And then the wheels fall off because the remainder of the show is the end of the road. It's I Love It Loud, Say Yeah, War Machine, Black Diamond, Detroit Rock City, Rock and Roll All Night. They started strong. They could have continued strong. They chose not to. I'm going to give them credit for throwing in some deep cuts that we bitch about. But as we do in Shout It Out Loudcast fashion, I'm going to bitch a little bit. You're on the fucking cruise. You don't need to give me half of the end of the road set list. Continue sprinkling in deep cuts. But that being said, fifth row in in an auditorium that fits about a thousand people with them right on top of us. I loved every minute of it. 
And the band sounded fucking amazing. That small, intimate venue, I loved it. Sounded 10 times better than any arena show I've seen them in. The acoustics were amazing. Yeah, the other part that we really liked was Paul was jovial the whole night. Absolutely. Laughing, joking, smiling. If you go to the end of the road and you watch the band, you think like Paul's like, okay, we're on step four. Okay, next step six, I do this. Yep, Gene, okay, you're going up. Okay, step 14, I go out to the crowd. Step foot, like, like he's working. Yeah. Here, he's playing music and just having fun with his exactly. and his yep. band. His band is just fucking entertaining the fans. He's yeah. not worried about who's videotaping shit. He's not worried, about, even though he does fucking say, you know, it gives the prerequisites and stuff. But yeah, like he's just having fun. That's very different. Yeah. Very, very different. Very, very, very different vibe than like seeing them in, a, in an arena show. Very different. And you can tell because you can say that about most of the acts we've seen. So the talisman, every time they perform, they fucking smiles on their face, having mm-hmm. a great time. Night Ranger looked like they were fucking having a blast. Yep. Queensright didn't look like they were in a blast, but they were fucking rocking out. So yeah. I may not like their music. I was just still like glued to them because I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like that's addictive the way you look and present yourself. Yep. Or you can look stiff and bored. Yeah. Like one specific member on the in Kiss. Mm-hmm. And just boom, 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 ta, ba, ba, ta, boom, boom, boom. And, you know, just like go through the motions. It's addictive when you see your fucking favorite member up there, your favorite band having fun and loving it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so after our heads were blown off with that show and they played for about it played for about an hour and a half. Um, so by that time, it was about 1030. And of course, what do we do? We go right to the buffet time for a late night snack, maybe some ice cream, whatever. And then I think, Tom, we ended up with, uh, as we always did, Kiss Karaoke for the night to listen to Kiss Tards at their finest. (laughs) And then we hit the room for another night. Of bliss. And that is the definition of bliss. Yes. All right. And uh, so before we get into the next morning, I failed to mention that when Night Ranger started to play, that was when the boat was pulling away from Belize uh, at about 7 p.m. that night. So we wake up on uh, Monday, November 1st, and we are in Rotan, Honduras. And yeah, no, we didn't get off the boat because we like our lives and we like our families. And we did see a couple of. Somalian pirates circling the ship for a while. Yeah, w- w- this port where it docked, it, it looked like they filmed like Rambo three here. No, I'm not, I'm not getting off. The, we didn't get off the boat. What we did do was we recorded an episode with Sonny, Steve, 
Tony and Danny for uh, a future episode of Growing Up Rock. So if you guys are fans of Growing Up Rock, which we hope that you all are, you'll have to check that out. We played a ridiculously insane, hilarious uh, game of categories. So we spent that day doing that um, while while people were fighting for their lives and trying to fend off the pirates of Honduras. Yeah, and it looked like a fucking scene from what's that Denzel Washington movie, Man on Fire? Oh, fucking, yeah. Because nobody wanted to fucking bargain for our friends' lives. No. Uh, okay, I'll trade you a couple uh, vinyl orange colored destroyer albums if you <laughs> give me my friend back. And then at around two o'clock, that's when the boat started to take off and, uh, and left uh, Honduras. So that was a that was a pretty much a morning trip. So at that time, um, some of us, I think it was me, Sonny and Danny went up onto the roof deck of the boat because they did a flip cup tournament with the talisman. Uh, Steve's Steve and his team, uh, they were competing. Of course, they got bounced. Uh, that was kind of cool. kind of something fun to do extra. Um, I will say Monday was kind of a day where we, people kind of regrouped. Um, there wasn't too much going on. Uh, the, the, the super, the super rock jam thing came out again on the pool deck at around three o'clock. Um, they played kind of the same songs, but you know, the weather was beautiful. We're out on the open seas now because we had taken off from Honduras at that time. Uh, but then we ran over to the Stardust Theater again at about 415 to see our favorite chef, didn't we, Zeus? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, uh, everybody's favorite food on the tour is my meatballs. Wow. This was Cruise Kitchen with Paul Stanley, where you get out into the Stardust Theater. And there is a table set up on the stage with Paul and a chef and kind of like an event host, you know, like a like a play by play guy, kind of a, a sixth man employee. The guy Bear, who was awesome. He was great. Great guy. Great, great, great guy. Um, and this, I'm sorry, you know us We're we're honest and we try to say it the way we see we, we call it the way we see it. Paul was kind of an asshole during this entire event. Um, he was impatient. He was kind of being kind of a little bit of a kind of a kind of a dick. Um, at this time, people were shouting out questions, and I will give the audience credit. They were shouting out, you know, nice things, fun things. Nobody was insulting or rude. They were shouting out things. You know, Paul, what's your favorite meal? Paul, what do you like to cook for your kids? Or Paul, the, you know, questions, stuff like that. It, okay, so I got to jump in here. Please do. This is this is more to say. This is what drives me nuts, and this is why they've created this monster called Pandemic Paul. Yep, it's because these people do this shit and they bring it upon themselves. Paul, what's your favorite food growing up? Um, pasta. What's your favorite food to make for your kids? Pasta. Um, pasta. What's your favorite food to cook? Pasta. Oh, pasta. Oh, okay. Make some pasta. Like, really? You can do boil fucking water. I'm like, but, but more, more importantly, like you have Paul Stanley there. I don't give a fuck about whether he likes to cook pasta for his wife. I like, I don't, that was the I thing. I want to hear you- like wh- how, what, what your thoughts are when you, uh, you wrote just a boy. <laughs> like, I want to hear shit about music or like fucking interactions of, or fights with the band or, or why you got into an argument with 
fucking David Coverdale. Like, you know, just I want mute. Like, I want interesting shit. I don't care about you, you fucking. Do you use olive oil? No, because it'll stick. And then your your pasta will be greasy. Like, I don't care. No, you're right. And, and let's be clear. We went to this thing as a goof. We went to this yeah. thing because of the podcast. Oh. So we could take pictures and talk about it. Um, and, and let's be serious. This event, this event is here because it it's 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 it plays into Paul's ego and it's a safe place. He doesn't have to answer questions about about the elder or he doesn't have to answer questions about the recording of asylum. He can answer questions about cooking and olive oil and his favorite pasta and, and what he likes to put basil and tomato. It's fucking stupid. It's ridiculous and that cater. the Kiss Cruise has this as a fucking event. And cater to his ego. That's so exactly people, it. And people can shout out. Yep. Paul, when are you going to do a cookbook? Yep. Do you guys want to see a cookbook? Yeah. Yep. You yep. guys like this? Do you want to do it again? Yeah. I mean, as opposed to nothing. Yes. But as opposed to like name 50 things you'd like to see Paul do on his cruise. Uh, 50 would be cooking. I don't even think pif- cooking would be on the 50. But do you get my point? Of yeah. course, they're going to say, yeah. What are they supposed to say? Now oh, this sucks like we did. But like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. I mean, you're- but getting 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 back to Paul being a dick. So people were shouting out things and he's flipping the fucking pasta and trying to mix the thing. And people were shouting out something. And he goes uh, something along the lines of, you know, it's really hard to concentrate when people won't shut the fuck up. And everyone's like, hey, 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 hey. I'm like, no, no, no. What? Don't laugh. He's serious. He wants you to shut the fuck up. He doesn't even want you people here. He was more or less saying that to the guy Bear who was asking him questions. I while I was holding the microphone. He was asking. Him, so, yeah. Paul, uh, do you always cook it this way? So, Paul, do you uh, start your, you know, do you make your own pasta? So, Paul, do you like yeah. and he's trying to fucking because just watching him not talking is boring. So he's Correct. trying to do something and co- come in and then. He fucking held his own. Good for him. It's like, he did. Okay. So I guess I'll just sit up here and I'll talk anyways for you, Paul. And yep. he was just laughing about him going on. Yeah. Paul, Paul, he, Paul was taking it way too seriously. He was taken as I'm Paul Stanley. I'm cooking and you're here to watch me. And uh, then it there was, was, it was a really bad, it was a fucking bad event. For and me. there was like two lucky winners who sat up top on a chair. Oh yes. They got to eat his pasta and yeah. he's like right in front of them. He's like, so what do you think? They're like, oh, it's delicious. Oh, yeah. And they got their fucking napkins up and they're eating Paul Stanley pasta and like, oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. Delicious. Yeah, of course it's good. It's fucking pasta with like tomato and basil. You, you can't. That's like that's like serving them a bowl of fucking Cheerios. You can't fuck that up. Oh, oh, oh milk. It goes on top. Oh, OK. And then like some of these dishes will be made available in the in the in the restaurant. I'll be like, yeah, you know what? I'll stick with the chicken fingers at midnight. OK. <laughs> it was just. Dude, catering to his ego. Yeah, Again, the renaissance man. Yep. You know, it's just, I don't know. Do, do I get to see a guy that I've, you know, my favorite band, a guy in front of me talking and walking and interacting like 100, 200 feet away from me? Yeah, I'm going to go and see it. But fucking stupid. It's making yeah. pasta in front of me. Yeah, it was stupid. I'd rather see like acoustic session with Paul Stanley storytellers with Paul Stanley. Do that. Get up there with a fucking a seat and a, and a guitar and say, oh, you know, what? when I wrote this song for Harder uh, Than Hell, uh, you know, do that. Like the cooking thing. He's Paul Stanley. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. But 
I think the embarrassing thing for us, Zeus, is the amount of people that were like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, my goodness. I great can't job. wait. This is great. Yeah, exactly. Me, you and fucking boil some water. Me, you and Sonny are like, what the fuck? At this point, we kind of finished that up. I think we gra- we grabbed dinner, uh, kind of milling around because, again, the boats on the open seas there. Queens right comes out again uh, at seven o'clock to- on the pool deck. Uh, caught some of that because Queens right fucking kicks ass. I love that. Uh, and then I, that night- I don't think I went to. No, I did. I caught the end of that. Yeah, I think a- you did. You know, I'm yep. not a big fan of them, but holy shit, that singer. Oh, wow. Fucking unbelievable. And then, uh, and then that was the night where Kiss did their indoor show number two. Now, this was around the time. So it was Monday night. Um, of course, Sonny and I, we have to bet on Monday night football. So we found a really cool and comfortable area to kind of chill on uh, at a bar area. Huge bar uh, with tons of comfy couches with a big screen TV. Uh, so this was kind of like a chill night. Had a couple drinks, watched a football game, just shot the shit, kind of took a, a quote unquote night off from a lot of the concerts and stuff in this okay. is where we met Aussie Jeff. Saturday Night Live. I can edit this. Don't worry. Go ahead. It's recording. This is... Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. This is Aussie Jeff, and you're listening to fucking Zeus and Tom. Shout it out loud. Shout it out loud. Cocksuckers. That's that. So we're sitting there. Along the way, there's two long couches. Danny is sitting on one couch talking to these other people. I have no idea. On our couch is Sonny, then Tom, and then me. All of a sudden, I hear Danny go, hey, he's the one who doesn't like Shandy. And this fucking long-haired, belligerent-looking, drunken uh, Australian guy. Hey, hey. You don't fucking like Shandy. All of a sudden, Tom and Sonny were watching the game. Oh, so great. You guys are going to shout across me. He started yelling at me. I'm like, it's not me. I go, yeah, that song sucks. Oh, fucking yeah. And I suppose you fucking like We Are One. I'm like, no, that song sucks too. He's like, okay, you're right, right, mate. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then all of a sudden, he Danny goes, This is our friend. I just met him. Aussie Jeff. <laughs> what the fuck? When I first heard him talk, I legitimately thought he was impersonating a fake Australian. This guy was like a fucking cartoon character. Boozing left and right. And in the look on his face, he always looked like he was concerned and like ready to like Yeah, like, like someone said, Hey, fucko. And yeah. he's like, What? What he, and then and then he'd relax and smile. And then he'd always talk like this. Hey, what the fuck? Hey, everything was like this. Well, what stood out the most was I told, we started talking. He was, he was funny as hell. Oh my God. And I said to him, you remind me of the guy that asked Ace about that YouTube video about oh, Paul Stanley. Oh, fuck yeah. And the Paul and the, Stanley. Paul Stanley. <laughs> so I said to him, Paul Stanley. Have you ever seen him a suck in a cock? <laughs> That's the clip. That's not us. That's yeah. the clip. That's the clip. And then he goes, yeah, he fucking loves to suck the cock. <laughs> like what? And mind you, he is not saying this quietly. Oh, no. He's talking Everybody in a loud can hear this. Austrian. He does, mate. I know a mate. 
He tried to suck his Australian cock. He, he loves Australian cock. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Dude, what the fuck? When they were touring back in the 80s, my, my, my mate said that Paul Stanley went up to him and tried to suck him. <laughs> like, like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> he, he loves Australian. Paul Stanley was looking for Australian cock. I'm like, dude, everything was cock. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy was if you if, if you held this guy up by his feet and shook him out, he would have booze would have dripped off him. The guy was so shit faced constantly. <laughs> he was all right. My favorite next part of this is he goes up to the dry as fuck bartender there. Oh, who was God. from Serbia. Guy was a he's bitch. Like, he's like, I want to get a drink. It's called a cock sucking cowboy. <laughs> Dude, everything yeah. was cock. And yep. people were like, what the fuck is that? It's a real well, drink. It's a drink. And he starts with, I think he said like fucking um butterscotch, was it? Oh yeah. He goes, he goes, yeah, it's got the butterscotch snopes in it. The guy's <laughs> yeah. like, uh it's like we got, we ran out of that about five to ten years ago, mate. Yeah, he goes, Why don't you the, go to the, your grandfather's liquor cabinet? Yeah, the bartender goes, go to your grandfather's liquor cabinet. <laughs> but it's, it's, not, it's, it's, a, it's a real drink. They like somebody Googled it. It's like a fucking real drink. Apparently. He was asking, I want a cock sucking cowboy. And everything was cock sucking. He was so so we signed we signed off. We didn't think we were gonna see him again. But of course, the boat's not that big. So we continue our night. We're drinking. We're watching the game. You know, of course, then it's time for the buffet, snacks, ice cream, whatever. Then it's like, all right, let's go back. It's time for fucking karaoke. And we see our friend, Aussie Jeff, <laughs> sitting on the bar stool. And he just looks over at it. So when every night when we would go to karaoke, we would sit in the way back. There was like like a, like a seating area. We weren't in like the seat seats. Like the sit- Muppet people, like up top. Yeah, yeah. We would sit in the way back. Looking at everything, observing. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I'll do a sidebar. This is when my bartender friend. Oh, my God. He would oh. come up and, he'd, and, and and whenever you would give your card to somebody for a drink, they'd call you by your name. They'd be like, oh, thank you, Jojo. Thank you, Tom. So this guy, this started like two days ago. They're all Filipino guys. It's super nice, friendly. He would give me back my card. He'd be like, here you go, Tom. I'm like, oh, thanks. He goes, Tom, where's Jetty? I'm like, oh, my God. So then it became like a Tom and Jerry thing for the entire. Oh. So the guy. Every time he saw me, hey, Tom, it's Jerry. I'm like, oh, it was like, seriously, it was like a Seinfeld character. I'm like, hey, are you taking him home with us? Is he copping in our fucking luggage? Exactly. So back to Aussie Jeff. So he's sitting at the bar and he turns around. And he sees us. And just out of nowhere, 
out of nowhere, again, at, like Zeus said, at the top, loud, so everybody can hear, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to go back to my room. I'm going to slap my fiance in her ass and fuck her. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and, and we're all, we're, we're saying like, should we be laughing at this guy? <laughs> or like, is he serious? Like, what does he do? All, all he did was just drink and say <laughs> fuck and cock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Aussie Jeff. Aussie Jeff. But Aussie now Jeff. I, I believe he's in like North Carolina. He's not even living in Australia anymore. Which and is hilarious. And he yeah. follows the band. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have somebody come back to us and be like, I know. I know Jeff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody's going to be like, Jeff, that guy's from Brooklyn. He's not Australian. <laughs> <laughs> So Ozzy Jeff, yep, yep. So that wraps up. Uh, that wraps up a nice uh, kind of regrouping, quiet Monday as we prepare for our final day at sea. And as every night ends, we get this. morning tuesday morning is a big day because it's the last day uh we we did we did a lot of stuff we there was a lot of events going on you had the newlywed game with gene and eric you had a guitar solo thing with tommy thayer you had the pick throwing thing with gene you had Queensryche again at three o'clock um we were all over the place now i think there was was that the uh, or was that after the autograph session? The, uh, you know, the Pennsylvania guys did that. With, yeah, that uh, was in the morning. Night that was Ranger. around 11. That was around okay. 11. So I, I me, I personally missed a lot of the Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon activities because I made an appointment to do what I said I was going to do, which was get a kiss tattoo. And they had Liberty Tattoo, Liberty Tattoo from Atlanta, Georgia. They were on board. And uh, I don't know if they're contracted out with Sixth Man or what, because I heard the guys talking that they've been on other cruises and they've done other stuff. Fucking fantastic work. So I got there right when they kind of opened for the day at 11 o'clock. I put myself on the waiting list. They told me to come back in an hour. I came back in an hour. I still had to wait. Long story short, uh, they they took me in at about 1.30. I got my tattoo. I haven't posted or shared any pictures yet because it's still in the healing process. And anybody who knows if you get a tattoo, it peels, it dries, you got to keep it moisturized. It's kind of gross. Once it's all nice and pretty, I'll be sharing pictures of everything. Um, it is the Kiss Army logo. Fucking came out amazing. Bright, beautiful colors. Very happy with it. I said I was going to do it, so I was excited for that. Um, so by the time that ended... I think I may have gotten something to eat. And then everybody was back out on the pool deck because it was a gorgeous day again. And Queensryche was playing. Yeah, there's a couple of things in there in between, though. Yeah, uh, please, please jump in. So yeah. in to get to the tattoo place, yeah. you'd have to go through the casino. Yes, it was in the casino. Yep. So, I, and I, I sat and watched Sonny fucking smoke the, the house. Yep. Dude, he's a machine. He walked away with... Like the trip paid for, his expenses paid for, his food paid for, and probably money in his pocket. Yeah, next year's trip paid for too, probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a fucking machine. 
what was great is I got to see him play next to fucking curmudgeon yep. and just like constantly laugh as Tony would lose and he would win. <laughs> yep. Like, I, I mean, I don't blame Tony if he turned around and punched him because he was like, yeah, ah! and he's like, tell him the deal. And the fucking funny thing is the deal is like, so I'm like, I've never played three card poker. How does it work? The list like, oh, you learn right now. You come play. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing. She goes, no wordy. I'm like, yeah, I think I get it. I'm like talking to Sonny. I think I got to get a card, right? And then, no, no, no. We take your card here. No worries. I'm like, lady, relax. Do you need my money? You getting fucking paid on commission yeah, here? Yeah, it's like booger. Yeah, see, three cards beats a flush. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I Sonny was a fucking machine. God bless him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The curmudgeon, not so much. Uh, and Sonny was ruthless to him about it. Danny's so, Danny's a high roller. Danny came in fourth in the poker tournament. Danny was sneaky. Danny oh, would go assassin. off. He'd go off on his own on a couple of these things by himself. Yes, and do his own little thing. Yep, uh, good for him. Um, but you know, I, I would come by and watch Tom for a little bit. Come see how the process is going. He's sitting on his belly. I yep. took a couple of shots, uh, t- uh, photos and things like that. And you know, you would pass the time. I went to the merch. Got a few more little trinkets. The merch again was kind of weak, and yeah. I would try to go up there. Like, man, man I, I didn't even buy much. Is there anything else I might like? I'm like, not really, not really. But I did, I did get like an autographed Tommy photo. Uh, yes, like a, I saw a those picture, ones. and it had like some pics in there signed by him too. Yep. So I got that. It was like thirty bucks, nothing. Yeah. Uh, they had some like kiss cups, plastic cups that would churn. Like Jean Red or Paul Purple, if you yes. pull them up or something like that. I got those too. Those yep. are like twenty five bucks for five of them. Yep. Um, and th- that's really it. I mean, they had other, like you could get a Craig Gas shirt, you could get a Talisman shirt, you could mm-hmm. get Bruce Kulick stuff. They had some other stuff, but there was no Jean or Paul stuff. No, nothing. No. Nope. So I was really disappointed in the merch there. I really Me was. too. Me I mean, too. I did get a T shirt for myself, and I got one for my kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, those weren't bad, but yep. yeah, I, I expected a lot more. Yep. Anyways, yeah, uh, Tom said he was going to get the tattoo if he went. Got to hand it to you, partner. You did it. And it looks <laughs> nice. It looks nice. Um, yeah. God bless you, man. It was, it, it, you, you, you fucking, you called it and did it. Yep. Yep. So after that, uh, I caught up with everybody. Queensryche was out on the pool deck again. They were playing again. Um, and then at that point, we so so at this point, I, I should have said this earlier. This is when we we really have the lay of the land. We know where everything is. We we know how to manage our schedules. We're like, OK, we can see this and this. And then we have to squeeze in uh, dinner here or we can grab lunch. So at this point, we're, we're you know, kind of cruise pros, per se. We kind of know the boat and what we're doing and where we're going. And it, and it helped to have people like Steve and Sonny and Danny and those guys who have been on cruises before. But now we go to. The Stardust Theater, again, the big theater for Craig Gass. But we primarily went to see our friend Courtney, who was the opener for Craig. Um, And Courtney was fucking great. Great material. I love her delivery. I love her style. She did a wonderful job. Funny, funny shit. Uh, You know, made some kiss jokes, some Sebastian Bach jokes, really cool stuff. And then Craig Gass comes out. And by then, all due respect to Craig. It was the same, you know, a lot of the same like Gene Simmons stuff and, you know, the impersonations. And it, it was it was it was good. I mean, I I, I like listening to him. Um, and then I think at that time I'm looking at the schedule. We broke we broke for dinner and then we came back out on the pool deck because then it was conversations with Kiss hosted by Craig Gass, where 
the band members get out onto their little director's chairs out on the stage and Craig uh, asks questions. And then sixth man have a bunch of people in the crowd with the microphone and people are just randomly asking questions. I don't know what you, I don't know what you thought of this Zeus. I don't know if you, what you expected out of this, but yeah, it's always fucking kind of shitty questions. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Nothing earth shattering is going to come out of that. Uh, I don't think we caught a lot of that because we were more inclined to be able to get in, get in line for Bruce. Yes. We got so there early. We had to make a decision. Are we going to catch night Ranger or Bruce? We said, we've already seen night Ranger. I want to see Bruce's second show. We were worried that we weren't going to get good seats. So we lined up early. Yes. And we got excellent seats for Bruce. Second row, second yep. row center. Yep. Yep. Right there. Uh, which takes us to, uh, well, I'll, I'll save the comment. So which takes us to the Bruce Kulik uh, show, which uh, just sp- spectacular, stupendous, outrageously awesome, amazing, whatever superlative you want to give this. Uh, we've talked about it uh, before. We shared a lot of pictures. We shared the set list. Um, I'll run through it quickly just for if people are uh, do not follow us on social media. I'll kind of run down what we got. So they open up with Exciter. They go into Unholy. So those are the same. Hold on. Yes. Yep. Those are the same from the first, but they're still done with fucking a shitload of energy. And it's right in front of us. And I'm telling you, the acoustics of this uh, this little this little venue is fucking amazing. Amazing. Everybody fucking smiling. Given a hundred percent effort, fucking band is kicking ass. Yep, they go into tears of falling. Who wants to be lonely? And then I have my moment. Zeus had his take it off moment. I had my moment where then they broke into "Thou Shalt Not." My favorite, one of my favorite deep cuts of all time, and one of my all time favorite Gene songs off Revenge. And Zach absolutely destroyed this song. We posted the video on our social media. Absolutely fucking killed it. Then they go into Radar for Love with a little interlude in the middle of Making Love from Rock and Roll Over. And then they go back and finish Radar for Love. Let's take a step back. Yes. Tears are falling. Yes. Bruce nails the solo as perfect as Bruce can do it. So we've talked about it when they put Tears are Falling into the set list. Tommy does it. We're like, it's just not the same. It just doesn't. The solo doesn't sound the same. Go listen to fucking Tears Are Falling with Bruce doing, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's it. It's got that feel. It's got that, indescri- it's got that indescribable thing that makes that guitar solo all Bruce. Oh, my God. He fucking killed it. Then yeah. I want to mention. So do. thou shall not. It's almost as good as I felt about, like you're saying, like when fucking how I felt about thing is I was just as excited because I know what that song meant to you. Yep. 
So to watch how you're fucking jumping up for joy. I'm like, and I didn't plan on tape. I'm like, tape it, tape it. Yeah, I know. I did. I I, I taped the entire thing. So, yep. Dude, the energy from that crowd when he was, when they went into the chorus, thou shall not. Oh my God. Everybody's got their fucking hand up in the air, fucking screaming that chorus. It rocked. I, I can, I'm telling you, and it's not like the best song or the greatest or anything like that. I will never forget that raw emotion of being in that concert setting and screaming thou shall not with yep. everybody else and the way they were singing it and the pride they had in it and the fucking love of the song. The best part about it, Eric Singer's in the back corner, which we can see. Yes. Clearly, he's fucking beating his chest. He's like fucking nodding his head. And we're saying to each other, like, dude, he's probably like, man, I miss this. Yep. Look at the fucking energy they have. Look how fucking pumped up they are. Like, this is probably the rock and roll that he fell in love with. Mm-hmm. Not the same tired fucking, okay, black diamond. Okay, love gun. Mm, yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Dude, they're fucking tearing it up. And Eric is loving it. Mm-hmm. Well, during making love interlude between Radar of Love, I even marked down, look at Eric. He's beating his chest mm-hmm. to the drums. You know, that's yep. fucking, that's natural. Yeah. Yeah. And so. then here comes a big surprise off of smashes, thrashes, and hits. They play the two originals. Let's put the X in sex and you make me rock hard. I love fucking it. amazing. Wow. Oh my God. So this was almost as much as. <laughs> Yeah. Fucking take it off for me because <laughs> I would probably say them doing let's put the X in sex is was probably the one that stood out for me the most from them. Yep. Because I love that song and I never ever thought I would ever hear anybody perform that song. <laughs> yep. And they did an incredible job.
I am telling you, that is as close to Kiss doing these songs as anything you'll ever see in your life. Todd Kearns, and with all due respect to Sterlino on Facebook, oh yeah, I, I, I everybody jumped on Sterlino when he was when he was saying that he, you know Todd Kearns, dude, Todd Kearns is fucking phenomenal. Todd Kearns could be Star Child if Paul Stanley retires. Forward. Absolutely, and they want to do Kiss two point Oh yeah, put the star over Todd Kearns, and he's the Star Child. Oh yeah, I yep. think I think what they could and should do is there you go. That's your Kiss. Have- have Zach and fucking and Todd come in yep. and play with Tommy and Eric. Yep. Perfect. I'd fucking pay to see that any no day of the week. Yep. Any yep. day of the week. All right. So they played those two songs. And again, as much as I would say, I would never expect it here. Let's put the X and X. Never in a million years would I think anybody would do You Make Me Rock Hard without it being a goof. And it was awesome. It I was loved great. it. I loved it. And then you had a then we got a real nice surprise. We talked about Eric hiding behind the stage. He comes out on the drums for Domino. So you got half of the revenge lineup on stage right now. Bruce and Eric Singer. Amazing. And Amazing. how did Eric look on the drums for that? Oh boy. Wow. He did not look like the same Eric you see when nope. he's wearing the Catman makeup playing with Kiss. Nope. He looked like fuck. This he is my like song. Revenge I, era, Eric. I was on this album. I This was my shit. Yep. He fucking and You know what it. it means, too? I think it, he got lifted up by the energy of the band and the crowd. Absolutely. He was, he was like invested in it. Yep. He wasn't going to be able to come in there and do his usual. And I know a lot of it is because he's so fucking good yeah. that he can make it look lazy, like tap, tap, tap. And the way yep. he hits it, he's getting everything. Instead of fucking looking like those crazy ass drummers fucking banging away and mm-hmm. smacking their head. He makes it look easy, but he looked like he was rocking out to this. Yep. Then, oh, one of my favorites, Carnival of Souls. They played Jungle. And the thing I love about this, I loved it. I heard some people kind of, uh, eh. I love the long outro with Bruce just noodling on the guitar and just making it last. I love it. Uh, Zeus obviously yeah, does not. I, I, it's one of my least favorite songs on the album. It's just, okay. I felt like this kind of drained the room. If they did hate or something okay. heavier of a Gene song on that album. Okay. But Jungle was just long. It's too much instrumental. Yeah, I hear you. Um, well, they and, picked up I mean, the slack with the next song. Oh, another one, Tom. Yep. That, you know what? Even the, even the fucking rapping in the beginning, Todd didn't do it in a fucking like mocking or like foolish. He nope. fucking did it as though he's Paul Stanley singing this song. And then that crowd with the chorus doing all hell's breaking oh, loose. Oh, sim- my God. Similar to thou shall not. Exactly. Oh, yep. hell's breaking loose. Oh, my God. And that fucking riff. Oh, my yep. God.
and then they go and then they went into forever which was cool because it was like an all electric bruce did his solo but he didn't do it on an acoustic so that made it a little bit interesting but you know forever's beautiful then they then again for me i've i've sung the praises of revenge they do car jam but then go right into paralyzed oh fantastic fucking deep cut oh and bruce let me just say this as an aside bruce is hitting every fucking note mm-hmm. he it, it, i mean he is absolutely killing it on stage every note for every song he is just shredding it and then after that they go into another one that you never oh. thought you'd hear oh. they pull out i just wanna So now you're in a now now I'm in heaven because I'm hearing all I'm hearing pretty much the entire revenge album. Tom, I've just heard in the last few days the trifecta of Kiss fucking Paul Stanley sex lyrics. Take right? it off. That, Let's put the X in sex. And I just how want many it. times yep. have I said that? Yep. He, they played all three of them. Yep. Yep. I, you know, and now they hit a fucking target of yours on the last song. Oh my god! Then they pull out spit. Off oh. of revenge. Oh my god. And what was your favorite part on that part? Most definitely. <laughs> oh my god. Like I ever thought I'd see that, you know? And then oh. they do then they end Bruce always loves closing out with the Star Spangled Banner. So oh. my God, you talk about I mean, at that point, we would just like people's fucking heads are spinning. Not just the set list and the song selection, but the performance and the energy, the crowd being on top of each other with the band. We were it was like we were all playing together with them. Yeah, I, I can tell you this, and I know this might sound silly to some people. I I mean, obviously, uh, we've talked about our best concert, our favorite. I I say the seeing um the reunion with you guys. Yep. Probably next is seeing that indoor show with you. Yep. Not far from it and above a lot of the kiss shows I've ever seen and probably any other concert. 
this that Bruce concert right now. No doubt. It's better than a lot of the Kiss shows I've ever seen. Me too. I would rank it higher. Probably it's probably the third best concert I've ever seen. Yeah, it the was. Uh, energy, it was. It was amazing. Songs they picked, the fucking chemistry, the the performances, it blew me away. If anything, for people out there, doubt like ah, well, what's Kiss gonna play? Forget it. The fucking thing that should put you over to go on these things is if Bruce Bruce goes back on with this band. Oh my then god! You get then get these tickets. It's that worth it. And another thing I, I need to say too is I know I posted some videos and other people are posting videos. The videos don't mean shit. You cannot capture the feeling of being there. I'm telling you right now, you cannot. It doesn't matter. The videos might be great. They might be fun, but you cannot capture being 10 feet away from Bruce Kulick and his band ripping these songs apart. It was just fucking amazing. Or fucking better yet, amazing. standing there and being like, oh, shit, they just played that. And then all of a sudden, hearing the riff to one of your favorite deep cut kiss songs. Yep. And yep. you're like, holy shit. Yep. Fucking can't put a price on it. Yep. So then it's time we exit the uh, we exit that 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 theater. Uh, our heads are spinning. We're going crazy. And then it's like, OK, uh, what are we going to do now? So, of course, we leave Bruce. We go to the buffet, grab like a late, late. What is, you call it a late dinner, early uh, whatever. You know, we're loading up the food and the buffet's fantastic at that. Oh, by the way, though, I do want to add, though, one of the nights, I think it was the previous night, we went to the steak place, the steakhouse. Yes. Oh, oh, and that was a great dinner. So we went all of us out. And the funny thing is, is people are like, you know, it's all you can eat. It's free. And so so like guys like Steve were like, yeah, I'm going to start off with the filet or whatever it was. That's my appetizer. And then I'm going to have the uh, cordon bleu chicken as my dinner. My yep. fucking appetizers were fucking steak dinners. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Awesome. The food yeah, was that, excellent. Yeah, that was great. So then we stuck in some food in there and then we're like, OK, let's go back to the Stardust because it's the bedtime stories with Star Child oh, thing. Oh, my God. Well, guess what? We didn't get in. <laughs> they would not let you in unless you had pajamas on which is why they gave everyone a kiss Navy kiss cruise silk porno bathrobe <laughs> yeah. that none of us are ever going to fucking wear. That thing is huge on. Oh my God. Huge. Dude, it's insane. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So we walked by and they had like, at the you know, it would be the equivalent of a bouncer or a, 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 a you know, a ticket person. He's like, you guys can't come in. You, you have to have pajamas and this. And he, he was clear. He stated per Paul Stanley. You have to have pajamas to come into this event. I'm like, you motherfucker. We're spending all this money. It's the goddamn kiss cruise. We want to come in and see what's going on. And I have to dress up in my fucking pajamas as a grown man. So we were pretty much like, all right, fuck you. Nope, we're not doing that. Yeah. Um. So that kind of kind of began kind of like wrapping up the night in a way. You know, we kind of headed towards... uh Kiss karaoke, started grabbing some drinks and and just kind of enjoying the last night on the cruise pretty much together as a group. And then for the past few days, led by Jeff Trot, come on, who's going to do this? And I said to everyone, the best song for us to do, because people were still doing the same usual fucking songs, Detroit Rock City, Cold Gin, Beth. Oh, my God. How many times did you hear Rocket Ride? Oh, oh, yeah, Rocket Riding Beth for some reason with everybody's yeah. favorites. Um, so I said to Jeff, I'll go up there. There's only one song I want to do with you guys. And then, like, what's that? I said, 
you wanted the best so that I could do the ace voice. And it's great because if we go up four of us, we all won't be so nervous because there's four of us up there and it will make right. us feel better. Yep. You're like, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, all right, fine. Sonny, who loves to fucking send us fucking voice memos of him singing, who does believe he has a good voice. All of a sudden it's like, he was like, you know, playing into a song, listening to the shit, like practicing. Yep. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? It's a goof. It's like, he's like, I'm not doing anything I'm not good at. (laughs) Well, you're not going to be good at singing. So just fucking get up there. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. The curmudgeon who I said, you know, don't you do this for a fucking living? And that's when Sonny jumps off him. He goes, no, he doesn't. (laughs) I don't know what Sonny's comment was, but it was fucking something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have you heard him? He doesn't fucking do this. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong? Don't you like. You play guitar and sing on tracks and do concerts. Can't you fucking? I'm not doing it. What the fuck? In the corner, I hear somebody go, I'll do it. Danny's like, I'm like, fuck, Danny. Yes. Yep. So Jeff's like, all right, what are we going to do? I'm like, he's like, I'll do Paul and Gene from this. And I'll say, okay, that make that's perfect because Peter and Ace only have two lines, but Paul and Gene have a couple more. So you just handle everything else. And Peter and Ace, I, you know, me and me and Danny will handle it. And Danny, I was like, I'll tell you when it's Peter's song. You know, Peter is the fourth, and then he's the third. He's the first on the next one, so it will be easy enough. So, without further ado, here it is. Don't do me, baby. Don't show your 
And the big takeaway from that is fucking Danny's secret weapon vocally. And of course, Zeus has been wanting to sing as Ace and sing that line forever, and he got it. I think a few people were dying laughing. Oh, my God. And a few other people thought, I'm not joking, that I was another one of these, you know, special people. Sad Gene. <laughs> yeah. That, that were up there like, oh, good effort. Like, oh, they oh they let him out of his room. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, special ace is up there singing. And then, like, I'm like, I have to do the ace voice, too. So I did the ace lyrics, but then I go, I'm ace Fraley. <laughs> oh, dude, I tried. So I was recording it on my phone, too. I was dying. This is ace Fraley. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that was a lot of fun. So get drunk, go on the Kiss Cruise, get some buddies, and do something different. Have yep. some fun with it. And yep. that's what we did. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. We fucking loved it. God bless Jeff because he was he had all the energy to do this. Yeah. But buddy, sing it to the microphone. Your voice is so far away. Oh my God. I know. It was great. It was great. But he's got balls to do it. So I tip the hat to you. Uh, and, and, but what a way to end. So we wrapped up Kiss Cruise with karaoke and the last kind of event that we do. And then our last night of this. Next morning, we get up, and you would think it's going to be a cluster fuck getting off. Not at all. Certain time, certain time. You could even have had your luggage picked up for you and be outside. Yep. Got in line, out within like 15, 20 minutes. Yep. Done. Got on a fucking paid for a shuttle driver that didn't kill us. Got on an it got on a beautiful airline with tons of legroom that took oh off when it was supposed God. to and landed when it was supposed to. No, no, Jet- it didn't land. It landed early. That's true. Yeah, right? exactly. It did. It landed like twenty minutes early. I think you're right. Fucking nobody was on the plane. Plenty nope. of room. We we had the two. We had the three seats to ourselves. Yeah, it was perfect. Spread out. Per- perfect. It. Perfect. Yep. And then we kissed and made out and said goodbye to each other. Yep. And, and then you know, uh, and then we said uh, yeah, see you later. That's the end of Shut It Out Loudcast. Yeah. yeah, it was a good run, Tom. We did the Kiss Cruise. We got to end it on that I note, man. So, yeah, and we said goodbye to our friends along the way. Yep. Um, yep. Tony, uh, Sonny, Danny, fucking Steve and his friends. Yep. Um, our buddy that we just hung out with, um, uh, Jeff, and uh, our new best friend. Aussie Jeff. <laughs> Two Jeffs. Yes. So final thoughts, Kiss Cruise. All right. Before I get to my final thoughts, I want to wrap up a couple of little uh, anecdotes, a couple of little fun situations that hit us while we were there. So there was one one incident. I actually took notes for this because it was so many so much shit going on during the week. So there was one incident where we were on the on an elevator and guy turns around and goes. (laughs) He turns around and goes, shout it out loud cast. I'm like, what? He goes, I could tell by your voice. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. And I said, and that's Zeus. He's like, oh, my God. Big fan of you guys. My name's Chris. We're like, oh, shit, Chris. We'll give you a shout out on the show. So there's Chris. 
Oh, yeah. And then you got the fucking our idiot friends. Yeah, because you hear their stupid Boston accent. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if maybe if you maybe if you guys had a better product, people would recognize you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I love you guys. Then that was with, wait, that was Tom. That wasn't me. But that was Zeus laughing at me. Oh, okay. <laughs> thanks. I'll go in with you, buddy. I got you back. No problem. And then there was another one where we're sitting at one of our late night buffet runs. The guy didn't even stop. Didn't even say and didn't even stop. Literally walked by us while reading and just goes up to us. YouTube. I'm like, oh my. I'm like, holy sh-. and I looked up and he just smiled and kept going. I was like, holy shit. I have one more that you forgot to talk about. Go ahead. So we're in the elevator. There's this fucking guy talking oh, to somebody boy. else. Oh boy. And he's got one foot in and one foot out. And I'm like, we're like, come on, fucking dude, let's go wrap it up, put it in. And he's talking. And so the other guy is pressing the buttons and somebody on there is like getting annoyed because the guy keeps pressing the button. This guy, stop, stop pressing the button. And then Tom goes into Arnold. Stop it. Stop pressing the buttons. Stop it. <laughs> and we're all dying laughing. And apparently stop. I didn't even see this. And the guy was like, oh, stop pressing. I was like, stop shouting. I'm not deaf. The guy totally did not get the Arnold references. He was Sonny's like upset. Like, Sonny was like, dude, that guy is so pissed right now. <laughs> like, dude, he didn't understand what fucking it's Arnold. It was so fucking funny. It's just that late night slap happy humor. Oh. Like, stop it. Stop pressing the button. The guy's like, what the fuck? Are they mocking me? <laughs> so that, that then we had another run in at breakfast. Um, Longtime listener, and he he's interacted with us on uh, Facebook with some direct messages and stuff. Joe Paparlato, he came over, he said hello, shooting the shit with him. Great guy, Joe. Thanks for uh, stopping in and saying hello. Uh, so, kind of going over the the fact that we ran into some listeners, which was a, a really really fun surprise for us. A really fun surprise. Yeah. And another one while I was waiting to get my tattoo. Um, and again, it must be the Boston accent with Zeus and I. Guy looks. <laughs> looks over us and goes shout it out loud cast again said it I go what he's like yeah my name's Rob I love you guys I love your jerky boys stuff I'm a truck driver I listen to your show I'm in in my truck eight hours a day he goes on all the kiss cruises with his wife they get tattoo kiss tattoos every time they're on so Rob thank you shout out to you for for saying hello that was awesome Um, just you know it, it was just really really fun to bump into people on the cruise that listen to the show. I just thought that was a, that was a really big thrill for us. Send out a, 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 a tweet, a Facebook message, something. Yeah. If you saw us and you said hello or anything like that and anybody else out there, yeah. uh, because we loved it. We had, we had so much fun. And you know, I know we joke about kiss tards and fucking idiots for the most part. Yeah. Everybody's nice. Everybody has, yeah. even the people that are like out there, they're not really bothering you. No, um, it, you know, and nobody's out there to ruin anybody else's fun. It was a great time. Uh, we didn't catch any of that fucking stupid shit where people pushing people fucking grabbing shit. It wasn't anything like that. A lot of nice people met some people in person that we never met. Obviously, our good friends, that was the best part about it. But in addition to that, we made some good friends. Yeah. And uh, a couple of them are, you know, people that you should follow, like Jeff and his kiss auctions, Jeff Trot, uh, Courtney, go listen to her stand up shit. If she comes Absolutely. around, 
Go catch her show. She's a fucking riot and a big Kiss fan. It was a completely positive and just fun, hilarious, awesome time. Never was there. There was never any tension. There was never any drama. There was never any like, oh, great. This fucking guy's back. Like there was no, there were no assholes. There was nobody causing a scene. Just us. You're pretty much right. Just us yelling at people to press the elevator buttons yeah. in an Arnold voice. Or just us giving each other shit and, you know, horsing around and fucking busting balls. But all had, in good fun. Yeah, I had my expectations. I mean, I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, I am so excited and so nervous because I a, have never been on a cruise. I don't know what to expect. I don't know what this is going to be like. I have such like. Like it was like like when you're like a little kid and you're waiting for like Santa. You're like, this is like I don't this is going to be so awesome. And I'll tell you right now blew away my expectations didn't know what to expect every minute of it was amazing if you guys out there if you have the means to do this kiss cruise 11 has been announced i'm telling you even if you do it once try to make it happen you will not regret it for a minute yeah yeah yep i'm in agreement with you yeah uh ton of fun worth it uh the time with uh the friends that we have priceless yeah the memories priceless the concerts priceless Yep. Um, and uh, I can't say enough about it. Yeah. And I got to give Zeus an extra special piece of credit here, because if it wasn't for him, I don't know if I ever would have went on this thing. So, you know, him being a pain in my ass for two years, it paid off. Yeah. I mean, I think once you and like someone like me who got fucking awfully sick. Yeah. And there was a couple other times where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be safe and be near the room's toilet. Yeah. Um, and you guys get up first in the morning and shower and get out. Let me go last. Yep. Um, yeah. And that was because it was extra rocky. The first cruise I ever went and never even had that thought. And yeah. everybody said that that was way out of the norm. Um, like, I, I fucking still loved it. Yep. I still loved it. And yep. I'm the type of person that obviously, as you can tell, that gets fucking nauseous and sick and shit all the time. So I got to be extra careful about that stuff and still loved it. And I mm-hmm. had a great time. Four of us. There was no time. They're like, what the fuck, dude? Your shit's in my stuff. Oh, my God, I can't. No. Fit perfectly. Bathroom situation. Fine. No issues whatsoever. Food off the charts. Never a point where you're like, fuck the buffet again. Because there was always something different and nice. The fucking yep. You could always go grab dinner somewhere else and come back and still get those awesome desserts that they always had. Yep. Ice cream anytime you want. It was fucking awesome. And the, and the entertainment yep. was great. It wasn't overwhelming like, <clears throat> fuck, I've got to miss this. And then I want to see this. And now I'm going to miss that. No, it was spread out as yeah. best they could. Yeah. Great and I think, I, I, yeah. And I think I mentioned that in the, in, when we did part one, I, I personally, I mean, I don't have anything else to measure it up against. I, I enjoyed some of the downtime I enjoyed being able to just chill and hang around, go to the casino, just, you know, sit at the buffet and, and have something to eat. Like, you know, I know the guys talk about monsters of rock and how there's 80 bands, three different stages and you're running around racing to try to catch kicks and then fucking dangerous toys on the pool deck. Lizzie Borden's fucking <laughs> swapping the deck on the other side. I got to get yeah. over there. Hurry, hurry up. Danger, danger is plants i hope not that <laughs> hurry up <laughs> tough is recording tough rocks on doris part two <laughs> exactly i i enjoyed that and and uh, you know a little a special shout out you know zeus mentioned but you know big props to danny and sunny great roommates enjoyed every minute of yes. them having them in the room um yes. and, and just just 
big props to everybody. It was just a, it was a really awesome, awesome fucking week. And you guys to get everybody together just made it, made it awesome. So thank you yeah, to everybody. And, and, and it's a big fucking, I mean, let's be blunt. Uh, the, the fucking snoring shit. So it's fucking gag. It was never of a course, of contention course. or anything like that. No, nope. everything was fine. Uh, like, again, like I am the most anal fucking person. I like my time space. There was plenty of time to do your own shit. Yep. Go off. And I did that on my own. There were times you guys did your shit. I'm like, fine. I'm just going to fucking fucking get up late and do my own shit and go grab lunch by myself. And then if you're sitting by yourself for two minutes, you're going to see somebody, you know, and you sit down with them. Yep. It, it was just nonstop. And you could find two buddies over here. And one day I went to lunch with Steve and his friends. Sec- next time I'm up there with Jeff. Most of the time I'm with you and Sonny and, and, and Danny. It was always there. And if you mm-hmm. wanted to, like me, go back to the room and fucking take a nap for a fucking hour. Yep. Do whatever you want. You yep. have that luxury and you're not overwhelmed. You're not rushed. And to be honest and to be fair, the price is pretty fair. I think, I th- I think so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. For the experience. Yeah, yeah, so. I do. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed any questions about the cruise comments, feedback, you were on there, you met us, whatever, please. That's what we love about our show. Mm-hmm. We're all family here. Yep. Keep, keep them coming. Please do. Absolutely. Tom, what do we do next? Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of clicktshop.com. And for all your shouted out loud cast gear and merchandise, please visit clicktshop.com. At Click Tea Shop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. All right. Our question of the week comes from an interesting person on Twitter named Miserable Music Man. Ooh. Have you guys ever thought of going back to your older album reviews and doing a re-review episode? You've said a few times that your tastes have changed a bit since your show started. Also, hot in the shade blows. No idea how you guys like that. Okay. That is a great question. And I'll tell you why it's a great question. Is that question. the curmudgeon? It's not. It could be. Music, miserable music man? He, he wouldn't be that obvious. It's a great question because it ha- it is something that we've talked about kind of maybe in jest, but it would be interesting because the sh- we have said multiple times when this show started, we weren't, it wasn't 24 hours of, of ki- like, like th- this show is 24 hours kiss for us. Eat, sleep and breathe, kiss the news, the music, the everything. So when this show started, we're like, yeah, animalized was our very first album review. It was like the fucking eighth or ninth episode. We're like, oh God, this fucking album sucks. You know, or whatever we said about it. Now it's like I fucking love Animalize. I love it. So it's a great idea to do like like a album review redux. You know, maybe not a track by track, two hour soup to nuts, but maybe do a quick like, hey, if your attitudes change, what do you think of this? Would you re rank the songs? Whatever. It's a great question, and it's uh, definitely something to think about. So, uh, Zeus, what do you think of that of that potential idea of just doing a review, a revisit? I will uh, just ditto a lot of what you said. The only thing I would add to it. I wouldn't want to do it until we hit every album. Oh, no, I agree. Totally. Right. Yes. And yes. Then, then we can go back. And yes. And we can start doing album versus album and track versus tracks. And yes. Things like that. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yep. My, yeah, my opinions changed a ton 
Me too. Started the show. Me too. Yep. Yep. And uh, that that's a great question. So whoever you are, uh, Mr. Grumpy Miserable Man, thanks for uh, (laughs) thanks for taking the time and giving us that one. We appreciate it very much. You sounded like you were saying, "Okay, thank you, Mr. Ulysses S. Grant." (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, Mr. Uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Tom, where can people find us? All right. The best place is to start with our email address, which is shoutedoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutedoutloudcast at gmail.com. Please send us comments, feedback, questions. Uh, We try to get to them on the air if we can do that, uh, but we read every single one of them. So don't be uh, distressed if we can't get a chance to read it during the show. And, uh, of course, our social media where we are very, very active, as you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram comment tag us you know retweet whatever you want send us direct messages on there and you know if you don't want your stuff out there in public you know please do that um and of course as we mentioned earlier our patreon family is wonderful and amazing and keeps growing a special shout out this week to randy bosworth A.K. king kusano and our buddy uh jason warden thank you so much for being a uh, new part of the patreon family and you can check us out on uh, the Pantheon Podcast Network. We're part of that great family. Tons of amazing music shows. You can check us out there. Uh, they have a website where you can find us and uh, all the other great shows that they offer. Uh, and, of course, Click Tea Shop, bringing you the question of the week. If you like our uh, our awesome logo, grab yourself a uh, Shout It Out Loudcast t-shirt or an Album Review Crew t-shirt. Uh, and soon to be a Zeppelin Chronicles t-shirt. Yes, Zeppelin Chronicles. Um, so please check all that stuff out. Uh, you know, we love hearing from you guys, so please interact with us. And, uh, as always, we appreciate that. Yeah. You can, uh, as Tom said, you can always DM us, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is consistently growing. Thank you for all the support on YouTube and give us one of those five star child reviews. Uh, that's where you go on iTunes or even podchaser.com. And uh, give five stars. That helps us move up the food chain. It gets uh, more people listening to the show, more interaction, better for everybody. So thank you for that. And don't forget the email. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Tom, do you have any famous last words? Oh, hell yeah. Speaking of one of my favorite songs that we were gushing over, at least I was. Well, the son of a bitch must be crazy telling me I'm going to go down. I said, this ain't the Inquisition. You ain't the son of God. And I sure as hell don't give a damn. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've got your other favorite song here, Tom. Uh Oh, but hold your head up high and let your spirits fly. Keep hope alive. Yes. Deep inside. And your dreams will never die. Horrific. We are one. Everywhere I go, everyone I see, and I see my face looking back at me. We. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Sorry about that. Oh, Tom, loudcasters, kiss army, fucking kiss navy, six man. Kiss Cruisers, fucking, I don't know, Aussie Chef, love you. Thank you. Guys, you are the best. Thank you. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this two-part episode. As you know, when we do something, we go big. 
this is too big of an event and too fun of an event to break down into one tiny episode. So we went big with two. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, the cruise is over. Uh, it's behind us now. Where do we go from here? Uh, we will have to see what happens next. But thank you guys so much for uh, everything. And please let us know if you listen to this episode and you are on the cruise. Chime in. Thank you guys for everything. Zeus, as always, thank you. Ozzy Jeff breakdown next week. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.